Season 2, episode 49. Stupid Meteor Man! What? <laughs> <laughs> Stupid Meteor Man. Oh, that's <laughs> I didn't think there was a... I don't know. Anyway. He's stupid and we'll get into that later. Yup. Yup. Chuck tested? <laughs> nope. Chuck Testa, do 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 Chuck Testa, do 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 Anyway, ah, uh, I do believe that is all for the intro because there is nothing of interest to talk about. Yeah, say the title and then babble. Yeah, that's no? pretty much what the intro is. But anyway, um, I'm too sexy for my shirt. Too sexy. And anyone got anything else to say before we move on? Nay. Nay. How about the... <laughs> I need a horse. Anything big enough to ride. <laughs> I need a horse. We only have dogs and, and cats and birds. I need one of those big enough to ride. <laughs> Dawson's a pony. He's a brony? I, I knew it. Don't you insult me. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> So, uh, one ups is uh, onesies, yay! Oh. Yes. Um, I got uh, what's him called it? The Zook and Lightning Rod, and I got my premium O Metal collection in the mail. I hate you. They are very pretty, and I love. And then he scanned them with his organic O scanner, aka his. Hand. Yeah, it was awesome. No, is what I you cut out, bro. I couldn't understand half what you said. My said he his hand, hand. my hand. Uh, his hand. He used my hand. <laughs> I reached it through that door we made during our team up review. <laughs> my hand. It was awesome. Sounded wrong. <laughs> Sounded very wrong. And um, so it was like, um, so I got that, and then I got the next Mega Man trade paperback and Battle Royale on Blu-ray. Uh, from Amazon. You're and... the next, next decade. No. What's that have to okay. do with anything? I don't know. Okay. You said you got the next, and that was the first thing I thought oh. of. Was the next <laughs> decade. <laughs> Bad, you know. And then today, my uh, Transformers Prime first edition Cliff Jumper and Prime got here, both of which are really good figures. I don't have a song for that. I'm sorry. As for Prime. The red one isn't that bad, but the first edition one's just a lot more accurate to the the show model, and it's just pretty much a nice, larger version of the deluxe mold, which was really good to begin with. 
Uh, so if you had a choice, I would say go for the first edition figure. As for a cliff jumper, it's kind of half and half. I think I like the first edition one more because I think it's a little bit more accurate and it's a little bit more fun of a toy. But the red one's still good. But I think you suck at life, but that's just my opinion. Yeah, that's true, actually. Oh, okay, good. Uh, but I believe that's all I've gotten. So nothing really new to report. Just been playing Skylanders. You're a whore. Choose your Skylander. No, seriously, pick one. Sunburn. <laughs> I'm done. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, let's see. Um, I haven't gotten anything in the mail, so that's nothing's happening there. I did also find Zook and Lightning Rod. That was fun. Um, and I bought a bunch of superhero movies that were on sale at Best Buy that I already thought I owned, but I didn't. And so I got the Iron Man's, Incredible Hulk, and Batman Begins, but no Dark Knight because I hate that movie. Um, I feel like something else event worthy happened. Oh yeah, I beat Skylanders finally after owning it for like ever. I mean, it's not my fault that a game came out between every level that I had to beat, but that was fun. The the last level was like ridiculously long. Like, I couldn't even believe how long it was for a children's game. Um, but now I'm just going through and leveling up everybody because I got a new case that I could pull them out of the professional case because I'm a professional porter porter master. <laughs> porter no. <laughs> Uh, uh, it'd be funny if I remember what those were. Um, I also saw today that at Best Buy they have Skylander shirts. Oh, really? But I didn't know whether I was going to get one or not because I don't know how they run. Because I'm like, because there's like two extra large and a large. I'm like, well, if they're like little kids, then maybe if it's like an extra large, I could wear it. But if it runs regular, then I need a large. I, I just didn't know, so I, just, I left. <laughs> I forgot. I need to go down there because in their ad, they said that when you spend $25 on Skylanders, uh-huh. you get a, the Volcanic Vault. Oh, yeah? And, I mean, that doesn't really apply to me because I've never played the multiplayer Yeah. Uh, outside of co-op, but, like, it's still something I want to have because it's a figure, sort of. Yeah. So. Yeah, because I think there was a, a deal. Oh, yeah, this is get the starter pack and you get the free shirt, but I'm assuming you can buy it. I will have to uh, to check it out. I'll have to look. It was at the Best Buy of mine that's going out of business, and they're, all of their sales... Like, they said everything was 20% off, but, like, all their sales were void, and it was weird, so stuff ended up being cheaper at the Best Buy that wasn't closing. I was very confused. Also, you're a whore. I mean, my mind's just been freaking out lately between Deno and Best Buy sales. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's about it. That's about all, that's about all. Okay, well, what's up with me? <laughs> so... I got, um, did I actually get anything in the mail? No. No. I didn't. But I got my Oki box. I did. Oh. And that stuff's kind of cool. Um, the, the armor plus dude's all shiny and stuff. But, um, and that, that, whole, that whole thing, it's really nice. I like him. Um, the switches are okay. The switches, the books, the blade cards are like awesome. Right, Brian? You got yours? No. Yes? No? Oh. Well, the blade Mine's card... Mine's shipping till the end of the month. Oh! Well, I got mine, and they are fabulous. Oh, good for you. Um, was was that speech... Like, the way I said that, was that gay enough for you? Or do you want do you want gayer next time? I can do gayer. Do you want, do you want gayer? Mm, it's fine. It's cool. Okay. Um, I wanted to excite you. Um, so, anyway. So, I did that. And then I now have 
four Mandarake boxes on the way. All with figure arts. <laughs> I know, right? The latest one um, is... I have one with like those 40th anniversary special O's medals because I think they're cool. Then I have the latest one, though. Um, I got figure arts Gao for 5000 and the original new Dengo strike form for 2500 wall at Shuki uh, as is required by the bylaws um, then I managed to pre-order um, well not pre-order I managed to purchase uh, the Hurricaneger and Bokenger keys from the CS Toys uh, and then Mr. S is awesome that way and then um. Okay, so uh, last week on Thursday, we had uh, an activation of some figure arts at Amy Amy. Uh, Scorpion Zodiart and Module Set 3. Uh, module Set 3 containing Shield, Stealth. Shield? Oh, not that Shield. No, not that Shield. Shield, Stealth, Chain Array, and Gatling. I think so. I don't know. I, I really Brian's don't know. Muted. I think Brian went to go kill himself or something. I was playing with Ranger Keys point. upon your request. Um, and anyway, <laughs> so, so <laughs> I had fallen asleep. I was actually like almost awake for the activation, but I fell asleep because that's how I do. But then um, I got up and almost... Um, Bought the module set a second time, but then I saw, oh, Shuquin Shinobi bought it for me because he's that kind of a friend. Although it might have been Dawson Rider, but I assume it was Shuquin Shinobi. It was. Right, so, because I don't know if they were working in tandem or not, or if somebody's internet was broken or something. So, I didn't buy it a second time. I was like, okay, now i got to wait for the, the second activation to get Scorpion Zodiart. Well, because I'm thinking, well, maybe Brian will buy it for me. I don't know. Well, then I'm scrolling through Twitter and I see Brian's like, don't know if I should stay awake for people who I was, missed the first time. I was being facetious. <laughs> or if I should go to bed. The fuck? <laughs> Sorry. And then I was you like... You just asked. <laughs> well, I didn't think about it. It didn't seem relevant <laughs> at the time to ask. All I know is... Hey, I stayed awake, right? I managed to snag Scorpio Zodiart. I then text Brian, knowing that he has others to buy for besides me, thinking I will get to him in time, <laughs> that maybe he can sign in as someone else and buy it for them instead of me. I apparently did not get to him in time. No. And I now have two Scorpion Zodiarts on pre-order somehow, even though their system says you can only purchase one. They have not corrected it yet. Um, <laughs> I don't know if I, I don't know if I should tell them. Like I need to tell them. Um, I don't know how this works. This has never happened before with Amiyami. I just get this fear that I'm going to wake up like one day and they're going to be like, you try to buy two. We cancel all your order. I'm like, <laughs> no, <laughs> we ban you for life. I'm like, no. <laughs> like it, it's, uh, I'm horribly terrified that this is, you know, after they tried to like ban Matt and then HLJ tried to ban Matt and... <laughs> Life Poor Matt. Like, uh, Ryan does anything, they're like, oh, that's fine, don't worry about it, sir, would you like a fresh towel? And Matt does one thing, that's it, you're banned for life! If you come near us, we're gonna snipe you! Like, Sorry. 
<laughs> like life tried to ban Matt. It was awful. It was, you know, and so I'm like, great. I don't want life to ban me too. So I don't know, but um, I just am four exclusive Common Rider figures away from having all the exclusive figure arts, and only one of them's an actual figure, and that's Yuki. The others are all bikes. So that's lovable. But um, what's what else? Is there anything else I need to to, to talk about? Um, oh, I I've been watching Agito. I'm up to 15 episodes in, which I have till next week to finish so I can do the RRRR show. Um, I'm loving the show so far, even though when I look at the characters, I see Centipede, Orphanok, and Naomi being all, Coffee, this! And I'm like, I don't want coffee, ho. But then she tries to give me coffee anyway. But um, it's a fun show, and I like it. And... <laughs> What? <laughs> oh, that's terrific. What? <laughs> Twitter. Uh, oh. Uh, in reference and... to what me and Dawson talked about last night. <laughs> <sighs> Did you talk about your gay porn fetish? Because I don't want to hear about that. No, it's only sometimes. Okay. It's only in the cougar discussion. <laughs> okay. So, um, but I did get those, uh, I did get links. I don't know if Brian got the links. Vice Daniel and Nikazu sent me links to that Saint Seiya. Oh, yeah, like, from on Crunchyroll, right? Yeah, well, that was the link from John was to Crunchyroll. But, like, I got, like, two different websites from Vice Daniel and one from Nikazu, which I went through them and looked at them. I haven't watched the show yet, but, um... What I liked about the ones that Fies Daniel sent is that they have the original one on there too. Oh. Which I think they have they probably have it on Crunchyroll too. I haven't gone through Crunchyroll a lot. But um so I'm like, oh good, I can watch the original and I can watch Omega so I can get everything going. Then if I watch the original I can I might decide to review these figures and really make a mess of things. But so I wanted to mention that while people are still listening that I did get that, I just need to watch that program. But so I think that's oh, and I've been playing I've been playing Spirit Tracks. I already finished Spirit Tracks. I'd started it at the, at the very beginning and then I'd stopped. So I've been playing that, but I keep getting stopped by RR work and watching Agito. It's hard to watch Agito and play Zelda at the same time. It's pretty much impossible. It's not you know it's not like watching <clears throat> Pokemon where you can like know what's going to happen or watching uh, other shows that are kind of senseless and you can zone out on them like recap shows in Kuga or Ghostsager so but it's fun I, if I could get the game done in like one day I'd feel like Kiefer <laughs> like if I could just sit here and like play all of a Zelda game in one day like I got it I did it a 30 hour game in one day how did, how did you do 30 hours in one day I don't know but I did it Kiefer you have some kind of a time warp around you I finished three other games in the same day. How did you do that? <laughs> that? And I watched two shows. Okay, come on now. That's just evil. What is? You guys have got a ninja trick about you or something. That's not cool, man. That's that's that Dustin split myself into eight people trick. Stop it. That's not cool. Uh, now you're trolling us. Like what? You, you had those games started, right? No, no. I didn't start. Well, come on, Akifer. That's just not cool. 
asshole. <laughs> uh, um, Alright, well, on to the nudes. Because we've been stalling long enough. Stretch I think we need two segments now, Brian. A new chapter is one-ups and then Kevin's one-ups. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. I just get distracted easily like a child. Oh, I forgot to mention in my one-ups, I found Nego. Okay. <laughs> Toy Story 4, the search for Nego is over. I found him, so we're all good. Um, all right, so now on to the nudes for real. Okay. <laughs> this will be a chapter. Nudes, nope, lol, still one-ups for Jedi-mon. <laughs> um, so our first story is that we have an update on that frog from last week. Plus, they're giving us some talking buddy roids. Yay. Yay. So... We have a clear scan of our frog. It's indeed a froggy it's my submarine. Frog. What? It's my frog. That's my frog. Fuck you. So it's adorable. It comes with these four little tadpole missiles that it shoots. Ooh, it shoots little tadpoles. That sounds dirty. Um, there's also a boxing glove that shoots from his mouth. I don't know if that comes with the toy or if they're just showing what it does on the program. I really don't know because the toy also shows its eyes lighting up in the picture. I don't know if that's... Gonna, the the picture doesn't show lights and sounds or anything like it normally would if the toy had lights. So I don't think the toy, the toy has lights. Not lights, <laughs> lights. I think the the in show one will have lights, but I don't know if this will have lights. But anyway, So then we can also see even clearer the GoBuster Karo, and he's awesomely froggy, and we can see the frog buddy thing a little bit better, but we don't have a name because it's all blurry unless Brian can read that um on the the buddy roids let's see yeah probably can I think it's too small but let's try okay well uh I think that's a seven I think a seven in his name why would there be a seven oh the oh I thought you were talking about the buddy roids see I wasn't listening uh, it it starts with eh. I can't tell the second character, and I think the last two are yen, maybe. Uh, but it's it's pretty much too blurry to to fully make it out. Yeah, that's what I figured. Um, All I know is it, it lo- doesn't look like it matches like Cheetah Nick or something like that. It looks like it's just one name. Yeah, um, but it looks like the price is thirty one fifty. Um, now, I, I want to explain this slowly for some people. <laughs> this thing is not coming out July 1st. I know people are like, oh my god, it's July 1st. I know. I I understand the confusion. However, when you compare this little catalog scan to previous scans, like let's say the Morphin Brace. In that same box, on the Morphin Brace box, uh, catalog thing, it says 2-1. Now, we all know that that did not come out February 1st. We're not retarded. This thing, is that that number is when stores can start ordering them. And say, I want to get 24 in my store, but the horse sale is going to send me four. <laughs> and that's, that's what that's for. The line above it is where they put the release date. Which for this is slightly blurry, but appears to be an 8, which would make sense considering that you can start ordering it in July. Now, that little character next to it, with the little line at the bottom, means early. So it's early August, which would match 
with a movie mecca release since the movie is usually early to mid in August. So as Great Leader suggests, it w- it's possibly our movie mecca. Now, we also have Talking Cheetah Nick and Talking Gorosaki Banana. You squeeze their tummy like the Pillsbury Doughboy and they speak to you from the show. Woohoo! They come in at 165 millimeters tall, which is about six and a half inches. And some weird way of converting things into a crappy measurement system, but whatever. Um, there's 30 phrases with our, our little buddies. I believe that's what that says. Let's say giant number 30. I'm assuming it's 30 phrases. Uh, and they're going to be coming out at the end of is- July. Shut up. For tw- shut up. For 29.40 a piece. So uh, enjoy that. But they are they are adorable. I'm sure Brian's probably going to buy them because that's what he does. And quite frankly, I would love it if Brian owned a talking Nick Cheetah or Gorosaki Banane. I haven't figured out whether I want them yet. I don't think. Oh, you want them. You want them. They can talk to Cat for you. They, you can use them to wake her up the next time she falls asleep playing Skylanders. Just, just like put it up next to her ear, and Gorosaki can be all like yelling at her and concerned, and she can panic like something's wrong, but now nothing's wrong. It's just Gorosaki. The thing like, about this is that with Cheetah Nick, you have to press his crotch. <laughs> oh, God. Look, you know you want to put your finger in Cheetah Nick's crotch. <laughs> like. The thing is, I would want to review this, and that's like 30 phrases I would have to find translations for, and that ain't happening, so... Look, you know... That's why you just that's... do reviews like me, like, it speaks Japanese. That's all you get. <laughs> you, you know you would enjoy, that's an exercise to strengthen your vocabulary and your sentence skills with Japanese... <clears throat> Plus, you could always go to Mr. S for help, and he'd eventually get around to helping you. Um, plus, it's a talking Nick Cheetah and Gorosaki Banana. Um, plus, think of the – you would get lots of – you no one else is going to buy these that's going to review them. So you're going to be an exclusive – I mean, Pia will probably get them like six weeks early but and be like, I don't even know who these characters are or what show they're from, but here's a review of them. But that's how he does business. I don't know what the hell that's about. But you know, you'll be exclusively the one reviewing them. You'll get lots of hits, lots of money. They'll pay for themselves. It'll be almost like doing a Power Rangers review. Hell, you can call them Power Ranger toys if you want to make it. You know, get more hits. These are these are Power Ranger robot animals. I don't know. Make up a name for them. You know, it'll be fine. Sold. <laughs> it doesn't take much around here, does it? Nope. What's that dude's name from the center? Fuck. What? Oh, Uncle, I don't... Uncle... Yeah, Uncle Mac. There we go. Not Uncle, Uncle Mac. Uncle Marty? Uncle Mac. Okay. What's his name? Uncle Marty? <laughs> Uncle Marty? <laughs> I don't know. I'm spouted a name. So, our next news story is sad. Uh, sadly, the actor who played Kamen Rider Stronger, uh, Araki Shigeru, Passed away from pneumonia. His, um, what do you call it? Immune system. There you go. Was a week from uh, an incredibly long time with cancer. So he is no longer with us and most certainly will not be making any sort of cameos in future Common Rider endeavors. Uh, Look, you know, Toei, they will find a way. 
they want to put everyone in a team up with everyone. They will find a way. I think that they paid for him to be in one of those, you know, chambers that people have where they freeze themselves. <laughs> like Walt That's, Disney? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the head of, what was that parody on Carly? What was it? I don't remember. The head of somebody from whatever their parody of Disney is. I can't remember what it's called. You know what I'm talking about. Right. Now I just appear insane. Yeah. <laughs> they'll probably, what Toyo probably do is like, Dingo um, Channel. Um, they'll probably do like they're doing for oh. Tupac and do like this hologram thing of him and then he'll be there again. What's that all about? I don't even know. I don't, I don't know. The- fire, stronger scene having coffee with Elvis. <laughs> <laughs> no? Too soon? <laughs> I'm sorry. Yes, some of us are still sensitive about Elvis's death, okay? So, our condolences go to everyone involved with his family, and uh, may you forever be stronger than Kabuto or something. Q. Kelly Clarkson. Clarkson? <laughs> Kelly Clarkson Strong that plays in that one car commercial with <laughs> cars with people, and they're like, Stronger! That's the American Stronger theme. I hate that commercial. Yeah. Mostly because of that one guy that sits in the passenger seat. <laughs> Who that? <laughs> oh, I hate him, though. <laughs> Because on screen, Brian's like, stupid, unknown man. <laughs> like, he just sits there, and then he gives this weird look on his face and starts singing like he knows what song that is. That was Kelly Clarkson. <laughs> <I'm just kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> look, Kelly Clarkson is not a man. He's adorable. Uh... <laughs> what? Now that we use the passing of a comrade to discuss Kelly Clarkson music in commercials. <laughs> and Elvis. <laughs> Look, I love Kelly Clarkson, okay? And. Don't judge me. Ow. Thinking about it, like, it'd be interesting to see whether they put any sort of, like, commemoration thing on his figure box. Well, I don't do that. Oh, that. Where they put, like, a commemoration at the end of an episode of Common Rider or something? Like they did with Dwayne McDuffie's thing for Ben 10? Yeah, I could see them doing that. I could especially see them doing that at on like the DVD Blu-ray releases of Mega Max and Stronger was in there. Oh, yeah. he, I mean, he wasn't in the movie, but but the, at least the character was sort of... I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if it's too soon if I can make fun of the vagina the figure has. I think I had to, I had to edit out that material for the review. It's very sad. There's some good jokes in there. Anyway, let's talk about Pokemon. Yay! Pokemon! Oh, fuck, no. Stop! <laughs> Don't do it again, please. <laughs> uh, it's a battle in all lose. <laughs> so, wait, which one of you folks wants to talk about Pokemon? Okay. So, um, last time we were like, we'll update you if the Pokemon news breaks while we're in the podcast. Nope. Right afterward. <laughs> I think probably right after we all fell asleep. No, it took like a day or two, actually. You know what? You just ruined the bit. <laughs> So, the first picture, we get uh, images of the new protagonist for the male and female and our fated rival. Um, And I just want to note... Wait, Jagger? No, I said so much hair, but... Moves like Jagger? (laughs) You can beat Mick Jagger, I guess. I hate that song. Whenever I hear that song, I want to kill somebody. Sorry. I want to kill other people for other reasons, but I won't get into that story. God. Um, 
Anyway, so I want to note that when we first saw a tiny image of this, Brian thought that the male protagonist was the female <laughs> because of his hat. <laughs> Men can wear sun visors too. Um, anyway. Uh, beep, beep, beep. Anyway, so the male one's got like this crazy ass hair poofing out of a um, sun visor and Venus. the other one's the girl's doing a Princess Leia impression and the rival's got poofy hair. Um, my god, I'd actually have to read this? Man. Um, more Hilda and Hilbert. I still can't believe those are their names. That that kind of ticks me off, honestly. Like, Wait, what, Brunhilda? Hilda and and whatever. Hilbert? 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 Those are such stupid names. I know, right? Especially for two of the coolest looking characters. Um, and then also, there's a picture of a scientist character who's named Aku- Akuruma? Akumaru? What's that from? Akumaru. What's that from? Shinkenji? Oh, is that ser- Senator? Yeah. Senator? Okay. So he's going to research the strength of Pokemon. Yeah, Pokemon are strong. Your research is done. Um, and the next page features news on the two new gym leaders, um, which suggests they're probably going to switch it up. We got a poison type specialist. And. Um, da, 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 hold on. Where does it say? Poison type specialist? And then it doesn't say the other one. Water. He's a swimmer, yeah, Christ. Water. <laughs> oh, sorry, I didn't see that. You know what? <laughs> I didn't know Christ was a swimmer, okay? <laughs> um, anyway, so we got some new gym leaders, as usual, with these type of third games. There's gonna I'm be not some, wearing pants. There's going to be some new areas in Unova. We got a picture of the map. where Probably a, lot of, a battle frontier from Sinnoh. Ice. That's what the battle frontier is. It's just giant ice. You just skate on the ice. <laughs> and uh, more pictures of black and white QRAM. Something about one of them being Ultimate Big Chill. Um, and now, uh, also one of the biggest news is that the Pokedex is expanding to 300 and will include old Pokemon. Damn it! Just damn it. Why? Why? Because I sat here, remember with you, I went through oh. the trouble of planning out two new teams for these games. Now they're going to add in older Pokemon. That gives me a whole lot more options. That gives me more choices. Now I gotta rethink all my strategy. I am in a state of dismay and turmoil. Cool. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, looking at the map, um, this Pokemon figure blog that I look at uh, actually has this uh, animated GIF of uh, black and white's map and then black two and white two's map. Um, I mean, basically, the entire right side and the upper portion's all covered in ice, obviously. So, I mean, you start on the complete opposite side of the map in a completely new little area. So the entire beginning of the game is going to be pretty different, I think. Um, so, what areas is it? <clears throat> like, you know, like what cities is it covered in ice? <clears throat> Not Adias. Um, like what, what? Basically, everything um, before Castelia City... Mm-hmm. is covered in ice. Um, that's pretty much it for um, the the first game's areas because uh-huh. a lot of the rest of the stuff was all the area that was um, after the Elite Four. Okay. And of which I believe the entire Elite Four area is covered in ice, but I mean, by the time you reach that point in the game, most of the ice will probably be gone. Because I'm sure it has something to do with catching Kyurem and stuff, but right now, is the dragon place covered in ice? Because that would be hilarious to me. 
<laughs> that would be hilarious, but no. Especially Iris given Iris. Go. It's right on the border. <laughs> That's where Iris came from. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, so come on, it was right there. I think uh, some of the new gym leaders are probably going to come from this first area, because obviously, like, Silent Chili and whatever the other dude's name is. Corn or uh, Cress. Corn? <laughs> He's, they're obviously like either going to be somewhere else or not in this game since that entire area is all covered in ice now. So you're thinking maybe it might be like something like a Blaine where he's like, oh, I got my gym still, but I'm over here on this island instead of... Yeah, because this shithole. <laughs> there are yeah. two islands down here, but I don't know if those are just now actually making note that like the island Victini was on might be one of these islands. I don't really know whether they're going to serve a purpose or not, but uh, and the the desert area also has a nice little like road and shit now instead of under construction. Right. So that's <laughs> cool. And the lake in the middle's gone. Poor lake. It got dried up and shit. Uh, I think the new protagonist looks okay. Looks kind of girlish, but <laughs> what else? The girl looks the same, and the guy I don't know. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Uh, the rival looks like a douchebag, so I guess he fits. Typical his rival. Uh, the I want uh, what I'm wondering Barry? is <laughs> Barry was a fucking horrible rival. Barry, put some mustard on Mawina. Barry. Oh, I would love to put. Oh, I'm sorry. I would love to put mustard on your Wiener. Right. And the new gym leaders look fun. I don't know about now, the uh, professor chick or dude. I'm wondering. <laughs> it's like. Professor Crowler from GX. <laughs> you know, I'm wondering uh, who got who got the axe as gym leader for these two to come in. I would have much rather have them expand the gym leaders to like ten or something. <laughs> oh, instead of a little no, they can't change Pokemon. Okay. <laughs> because there's that now. It could just be that they replaced, you know, the people at the beginning that who's they're all iced over. Maybe they're frozen. Uh, yeah, it would be the first two, so I mean, these could be the new first two. Right, which I actually wouldn't mind, because first of all, it gives the first gym an actual type. Uh, secondly, n- normal is just stupid to me. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like Aunt Jemima? She's like, oh, go, hurtier. Too bad, like, the guys before this used a little pup. <laughs> yeah, and then Watch Hog. I mean, seriously? Bitch, use a Watch Hog? Like, come on. But, um... But there's that, and that's that's whatever. I mean, you know, it is. It's whatevs. But it is what it uh, is, you know, man. It it is what Maybe. it is. Maybe. Brian is gay, and uh, we can't change that. We just accept him the way that he is because he is our friend. Um, I hope this I is correct in the fact that we can catch Eevees in the wild because that would make me happy. That would be that, cool. That would be awesome. Um. I'm just upset there's, that they're giving us Eevees in the wild and no new evolutions. That just makes me... Well, I mean, we don't really know that for sure yet. I I would guesstimate and say no, but... I mean, there's yeah. nothing really saying that there's going to be no new Pokemon yet. I mean, I'm excited for a Pinion. <laughs> I mean... That's some exciting shit right there. What a jacket. <laughs> I'm just excited want- for more Pokemon games. Like, I feel bad because I really haven't done much in black and white. I haven't either. 
but <laughs> we know. Like, I never even did the second Elite Four. So. You still have time. I'm kind of looking forward to this. I'll probably get to it by the time this ever comes out here. Since I don't I'm hoping to get to it, too. September, but, um, I'm, just I'm hoping to get to the to first Elite game. Four. Yeah, because you're a jackass. Oh, you silly For some dude. reason, Black and White just didn't hold my after-game attention as much as other games did, but we've had this discussion before. <laughs> but, uh... I don't know. But, uh... What else are they going to say? I just kind of wish the protagonists were a bit cooler. Like, I don't mind them that much, but I, I like the significantly more girly as time went like, on. Like, I like the Black and White male protagonist so much. He was so cool. Yeah, so have common writers. I mean, he should have been the C. <laughs> he should have been. If they were going to go this route, he should be uh, your character from the last game growing up, and his hair just got so out of control it poofed through the hat. <laughs> That's what happened. It broke the hat. It's like it's like Ruby and Sapphire. The ha- you know, it's hair, but you think it's a hat. Oh, maybe God. it's maybe it's a hat. Fuck. All right, Sue. So, now it is time for. Superhero time. Superhero time. Insert clip here. <laughs> Superhero time. Go Busters. No wait. Here. Sorry. <laughs> so. So yeah. So it's Go Busters summary time. Bitches. What what? And but I said what what? And but we all know Brian likes. Oh. <clears throat> um, so we're on uh, what episode? Go eight, eight of GoBusters. How awesome is that, right? I don't know, man. I couldn't tell with the train noises. <laughs> oh my freaking gourd! Um. So, we start off, um, and, uh, we find out that Spacebar, well, we've actually, we start off and find out that, like, you know, Nick Cheetah decided to be a jackass and wake up Hiramu, like, two hours early, like, for the lulls. Like, what kind of a friend are you, ass clown? So, he wakes him up. Oh, I would totally do it. But, um... Right, so he he wakes up, you know, he's all pissed off. We see, like, that apparently Ryuji um, is saddened over the fact that, like, he didn't start out as a little kid or something. He was the train. (laughs) Jesus. Ryuji is sad because he did not start out as a child, and so he trains himself all the time or something. I don't know. Typical Sentai nonsense, right? So he, um, um, we find out that Spacebar is trying to steal plans for a new Buster machine, and so they gotta go stop him. And apparently, nobody at this facility notices the weird-looking guy dancing around while wearing a security guard uniform. But whatever. <laughs> uh, not to mention the little big tank of Enertron and. Yeah, nobody notices like his little computer. A- anyway, it's beside the point. The GoBusters show up. They're like, "Bulls, we found you." And he's like, "Oh damn, you found me." So he uh, sends out some grunt dudes at him. They transform. They fight. Um, they chase him inside. 
he um, he's trying to get the plans, but he gets stopped. <clears throat> he tries to tentacle rape them at one point. Um, so then we find that some old classmate of Ryuji is a uh, an engineer who's working on the the stuff. And, you know, they used to watch them as a kid or something and be like, oh, we want to make robots, too, because we love robots. And then Dawson's all robots. Robot. Robot. You know, and they, they flip a gourd. And um, so, um, but then he, what happens? Oh, they go in a little room and they see that it's plans for the BC0. Did I miss the cue? <laughs> Sorry. Almost. That it's plans for the, the BC-04. And um, so Spacebar is like, oh, yeah, well, I'm going to get those plans. Uh, brah. So he swipes his little card at uh, Ace Hardware in Japan and on, like, a power drill. And so it's all like, and the thing appears, and then it's like, this is your cue, stupid fuck. Oh, <laughs> sorry. He um, so this droid comes and then they're like, "Oh, this is gonna be a Megazord in like three minutes," and they're like, "What?" So they gotta evacuate no. the building. Sorry. And Ryuji's friends like, "I got a fake phone call. Hold on. I need you guys to leave the room." And uh, Hiram was like, "Dude, that was totally a fake phone call. What the hell?" And Ryuji's like, "No, uh." And they're like, yeah, bro. He's like, nuh-uh. And like, dude, yeah, stop being in denial. It was like when Red got a fake phone call on Pineapple Express. I'm going to use the telephono to call my wife. Don't pay attention to what I'm saying. Actually, it was exactly like that. And so... <laughs> then he throws an ashtray at him. Yeah, so he sends Hiramu and Yoko to go fight the Megazord. And uh, he goes back in there and sees him copying... Uh, something onto a hard drive, and he's like, "Dude, bro, what you doing? What you doing, bro?" And he's like, "Nothing. No one sees the wizard." And then, um, oh, my computer's not there anymore. It doesn't exist. I know. Uh, so he's like, "Dude, are you helping him?" He's like, "No. Why would I do that? Come on, we're bros, right? Bros before space bars, man." <laughs> and then he's like, "That doesn't make sense. That." That phrase doesn't rhyme or anything. Why would you say that? Like, come on, man. We're old pals, right? And um, so, the meanwhile, Hiramu and Yoko are standing outside in their little robots going, where's the Megazord? Why is it not here? The the people at the control station are like, where is it? And they're like, I don't know. They're confused. They're just like, um... EMS tracking says it's there. Oh, wait. Got told up in customs. Where's the customs <laughs> place that holds it? Jam New York. Day. Yeah. New York. Yeah, it's stuck in New, New York. York customs. <laughs> Megazord couldn't arrive on time, and um, they got rerouted through like New Hampshire for some reason, and like it, it, it was stuck at Dawson's post office for two weeks. We don't know what happened, but because um, Dawson never went and got it. <laughs> <laughs> and like. Hey, when I go get my, if I don't get my package like the next day, they're sending me a second notice saying if I don't get it in two more days, they're sending it back or something. Like my, mine's evil. 
Um, but no, so they uh, they realize, wait a minute, um, could they materialize underground? And they're like, yeah, in theory they could. And all of a sudden, bam, they're attacking from under the ground and like smacking them. And like, what are we going to do? And then it's like, you know, the rabbit can bur- uh, No, you're not? Okay, never mind then. <laughs> okay, we're just going to fly around like, like a stupid. Okay. Go, Power Rabbit. Fly, Power Rabbit. <laughs> Win, Power Rabbit. Here we go. Man, that song was awesome. I have to listen to it later. I'll get pumped. <laughs> so the Drillroid shows up in the little safe. <clears throat> the Drillroid shows up oh, safe. Oh, Drillroid! <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> God damn. Oh my god. So um they he's Yuji's trying to fight him while keeping the hard drive away from him. He like smashes the computer with like his monster arm. He's like Ryuji smash. Right. Stupid so, space bomb on <laughs> Right, so um, the the dude grabs the the hard drive and runs, and uh, meanwhile, like Ryuji takes the dude outside, summons like two a second Ichigan, no a second Sogon blade. I, I always forget the names of those fucking weapons. Stabs him in the dude's foot and he can't move, and then he pulls out an Ichigan Buster, blows him all to hell. Right now, um, now do it, but like dying, do it like like you're dying. <laughs> There we go. That was that was perfect. So I love how to give direction to do do it like you're dying. Very good. So, um, meanwhile the dude's running with the hard drive. He's like, I got this. And then he like flashes. He's all like angry. Like this is what I wanted to do, man. I'm not engineering. I'm not even designing the thing. I'm like some flunky. They told me I could be an engineer, but I kind of am, but not really. Uh, he's like a whiny little woman. Right, and so um, then um, Spacebar shows up and takes the harder from him. He's like, "Lols, thanks, bro." And he's like, "No, give it back." And then he's like, "Here, take this money," and like tosses it at him and walks away. And the guy's like, "No, give me the hard drive," but he's already gone. And then he's like, uh, "The GoBusters." Um, after Ryuji blows up the, the drill roid, he comes in in his truck and they make Go Bustero and they use their dimension thing to slash through the ground. I don't understand it either, but it works. And then, so that Megazord's destroyed. And then um, the dude's like, I'm sorry, Ryuji, I tried. And he's like, I know you did, bro. It's okay. Now go keep doing your job, even though you technically should be arrested for treason. Just go do your job. It'll be fine. <laughs> I, I think Ryuji stepped into a Forze character for a minute. We're playing by Forze rules now. But, um, so he's like, okay, so he's going to go be a great engineer now or something. Uh, and it ends. Oh, shit. I don't know why I keep yawning. But, um,. Like so for the rest of the podcast, <laughs> I'm just uh, sitting here, <laughs> right? So it was a um, it was a pretty good episode. I I enjoyed it. Um, 
you know, we're seeing our first hints at more Buster machines, even though like we as as awesome people know about them already. Um, because that engineer guy was the one that leaked him onto the net. <laughs> it probably was. Like that guy was a douche. I don't know why he could still gave his job. He was gonna get arrested or something. Like, oh, dude, you tried to like betray us to Vagrus or whatever, and like, oh, nope, just go back and do your job. Okay. Um, but I don't know why the rabbit didn't just burn to the ground and like kick him to death with his big rabbit feet. But again, whatever. I guess. I mean, plot device. But um, and it, I, I'm I'm concerned about the fact that. Spacebar has the plans for the the Go Buster beat, but whatever. I, I kind of get the feeling that we're going to see Beat Buster as evil, at least at first. That would be cool. Yeah, that's I mean, certainly like, possible. They obviously should, logistically speaking, have people there that are held captive. Yeah. So it would be interesting if they found someone that, like, the Go Busters knew. It's their dad. I mean, I don't have one collective dad. <laughs> Unless it was a cult, but I mean, it'd be like it'd be like a Darth Vader moment. Nah, too old. But, <laughs> I don't, well, I don't they know if could... they had friends there or not. But oh, they um, they had all kind of people there, so I'm sure there's somebody there they could fight. Like one of the science, like younger scientists, maybe or something. I guess I like I that know. idea. Just. Because we haven't really had an evil ranger for in a while. It'd be kind of a little bit like Titanium Ranger's story. Yeah, because yeah. he was raised by machines. And the thing is, though, even still, there's no real guarantee. I mean, they're in like this hyperspace void thing, so they could even play it like, well, they didn't even age. That's true. That'd be weird. <laughs> right. Right. So they could still be one of the younger scientists, and he could still be a young guy and not come out as like you know some fifty year old man, be like, I'm gonna be a ranger. But I mean, they, so they could do you know all kinds of of things like that. But uh, we'll see. It's, it'll be definitely interesting how they're gonna do it. I don't I don't even know. Dawson suggested that Spacebar could be Beat Buster and Messi could be his Silver Buster thing, and then that would just lead to insanity. But um, you know whatever. I think they should just be permanent antagonist rangers just because I like the team of three and don't want it to be ruined. And I always like the idea of having antagonist rangers that are there the whole season and aren't like, I have a change of heart. Now we're going to all pose together at the end and win. Like, I mean, I, I, I can almost guarantee for a fact that it'll be a, like a change of heart thing pretty quick. Cool, oh, yeah. But. Oh, yeah. But I just say I wish at some point and down the line we would get something like that. That would be nice. Kind of like the... Uh, Psycho Rangers, whatever the fuck they're called. Yeah, but but like more like they're like a legit suit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's a legit ranger, like an evil ranger. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry, I wasn't listening. Writer. What were we discussing? <laughs> they have evil common writers. Yeah. Yeah. What was the idea? I wasn't listening. I'm I was just saying about having a, a ranger that's evil throughout the whole series instead of being that typical. Oh, I have a change of heart. And we're all gonna pose together and win. Rainbows of justice and stuff like that. Oh yeah. It's not unheard of in other shows. Yeah. Like uh, what did I say? <laughs> <laughs> no, I was I was making a uh, Fenero reference. Oh, okay. I get it. <laughs> you mean the, the uh, what was it? The, uh, the Crawdad Cadet. That's his name. 
We have your leader. No leader. <laughs> What's racism? What? I don't know what that is. That doesn't exist here in Power Rangers land. <laughs> all other worlds are, are just doing Second Life. That's all. <laughs> but I don't know. I, I'm I'm really interested, especially now with Enter having these plans to see what becomes of it. I really like this show. I keep saying that every yeah. week, but like I mean, it was one of those like really kind of mediocre filler episodes that kind of introduced something, but not really in terms of the fact that they were working on more um, Buster machines, which is something I really liked. The fact that it just didn't just magically appear. It's like, yeah, we've been working on this. I'm like, why didn't you show it? Hey, this was in my closet. Damn it, G. <laughs> Sorry, it's really messy. <laughs> it's it's cool that they actually showed the fact that the the organization's working on more machines. I like that aspect, but I mean, even as just kind of a standalone filler episode, it was still pretty enjoyable to watch, and I didn't have really any problems with it at all, except for the couple that Kevin pointed out already. Like, why didn't they fucking use the rabbit's drill abilities? But that's funny. I saw the Twitter comments, knew they wouldn't, and still was waiting any second now for it to go rabbit, like hoping, like, come on, they're going to go rabbit, right? Like, rabbit, rabbit. It's like when you rewatch a movie or TV show and you expect something different to happen. Yeah, like, (laughs) they're going to catch them this time. I know it. The (laughs) the tape changed. (laughs) Um. Um, but yeah, I pretty much agree with what Brian said. I enjoyed it. I like how we got some development for uh, for Blue. Yeah. Uh, although, you know what? didn't make sense to me. Sorry. I have to speak now. I have my time. Um, where he said he was 15 when they were 7 and 3, so he has to catch up. What? Isn't he superior to them? Because he said they've been training since they were 7 and 3, but that didn't make sense to me. Well, it's not as if they were training twice as long. It's the same amount of time. Well, I think it's just like, I mean, speaking out of knowledge, it's easier for to train a kid to do something than it is to teach like a teenager to do something. Yeah, like I guess they become more of a natural at it. Yeah, like okay, I, easier, they can I know this. Faster. I know this yeah. as something for a fact from what I do. We can train all the little kids in a, in a class to do. This kick and that kick and and whatever or this form or whatever we're kind of get them to do, and it's it's quite easy for them to learn it and to become good at it. But you put one of like the adults in there, they don't learn it as easy. Or even you know uh, some sometimes somebody who's not even maybe not like forty, but they're like or like like me starting back at twenty three, like trying to learn a whole bunch of stuff. It doesn't always come as easily yeah, or as right away as an eight-year-old. Kids' minds are more like sponges. Yeah, so it's that kind of thing to where they've they everything's come naturally. Plus, when you grow up, your body doing a certain thing, then it, it becomes the, the muscle memory and everything becomes easier, whereas he was already 15 starting out. He had the mind of an engineer. Yeah, and he didn't. And the even, body of a nerd. He didn't even want to do it. He wanted to do engineering work, and Hiromu was at an age where they can just say, "Hey, do this." And okay. Yoko was sitting there with chubby cheeks. Still, they <laughs> she didn't even have a chance to like not do it. She would just be like, potty trained. She just <laughs> <laughs> he just installed a toilet inside of Rabbit. <laughs> oh God! Oh God! <laughs> Well, so ultimately, I believe the conclusion here is, boom, lawyered. Yes. Scott. But, um, what, wait, what was it I was trying to say before you started talking? 
Oh, I don't know what I was gonna say. I really, I just really like the the whole like the cast and like the the, the three member team, the whole thing with it. They're, they're just they're they're doing really well together, and uh, the whole thing is just working well. And so I really hope that whenever you know they whatever happens with this beat and stag buster that they don't screw up the team dynamic that they already team have dynamic. going. Sorry, I couldn't. Thank you, cockbag. That they don't screw up. Oh God! <laughs> Sorry. You know, because they they've got this thing built with the buddy roids and the the three of them and the dancing guy support people. Um. Okay, so now I stabbed myself in the ear, guys. Is, <laughs> cool. It's time for Akiba Ranger. Special Buster? Do we have a jingle for Akiba Ranger? No? I don't know. I just said Akiba Ranger in a voice. Gay voice, yeah. <laughs> in a voice? I didn't really... In a voice not unlike my own? <laughs> I didn't really have one planned. I want to emphasize it was a gay voice. A very so gay I voice. I was opening up my summary. I just realized that when I installed the new Skype, it made an old Skype that says Skype underscore old. <laughs> 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 Thanks, Skype. Just in case I didn't want your new shitty version. Yeah, the version doesn't have pencils. And <laughs> all my chats disappear. I have to go into history. And I don't know. It's all confusing and new. I didn't download new Skype yet. I was forced into it. I'm like, wearing underwear. Do you want to update to five point oh point something? I was like, oh, it's just a little update, okay, and then it changed everything. I didn't know <laughs> I was on four point something. And it's your entire world it tricked me. Because when I see all the little point seven six five four, I'm like, oh, it's just a little update. Nope, it was what, pretty big. What trickery and deceit. How about the... So. <laughs> I like my own pants. Uh, so, this episode is called The Activation of Bizarrely Decorated Vehicle Summons a Full Blast of Red Delusion. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a Dragon Ball Kai title. <laughs> uh... So, Professor Chick reveals that the entire uh, last episode was a complete delusion, and they were fighting air in the middle of the street. <laughs> the police actually arrested the people that were uh, threatening to close the cafe, uh, and so when they fight evil, the Z-Kun uh, transmits their thoughts to one another to create one delusion. So that's why they all share the same thought. Uh, Nobo is crushed. <laughs> he runs out in emo mood and then finds Bon in a car. <laughs> and <laughs> so back at the cafe, uh, Moegi Yellow, uh, she's eating a ton of curry to fit her <laughs> yellow stereotype. But then the professor's like, you know, only two yellows ever had that shtick. <laughs> and then she got depressed for some reason. And her ears fall off, and then she gets a deep man voice. She got like a demon voice. I was scared. <laughs> and I was kind of frightened. But then they put her ears back on, and then she's like, yeah, I'm older than you, Blue, and... Uh, Aoyagi just wants to kill herself. Uh, so, <laughs> Nobo catches up to Bon, and Bon's like, Nobo, you're the Super Sentai's only hope is Akiba Red. But he's just imagining it because he's a loser. And so he starts shouting all this stuff about how Deku Red is his hero, but then he's just like, um, I'm just Sainé Ryuji. <laughs> um, I'm dressed like this for the Power Rangers SPD event? Uh, it's nice to know that you're a fan, though, and then he walks away all scared. I'm like, that's probably how Ranger and Sentai people actually react to to, to obsessed fans. Like, 
I'm not the character. I'm an actor. Oh, <laughs> but I thought that was good. pretty cool. So um, Ayagi and uh, Moegi are uh, going to this Oda trick. So I was like, oh, it's a Ben 10 thing. Uh, <laughs> started by uh, Aoitan Zikun merchandise. And so this these guys go into like an alleyway because they're like, oh, a sneak preview of some art book thing for the, the show. And so they're like, oh, it's a trap. And it's this... this Admiral like, Akbar? This transfer thing that goes over like seductive pictures and covers up the clothing and then you pull it off and the clothing's gone or something. It's some sort of weird virgin device. And... <laughs> <laughs> Ryan. Uh, so then they're like, oh, it's a trap, and it's actually, like an evil virgin. It's actually the evil Nazi chick, and she makes another Shibuya monster that looks exactly like the one from the first episode. They're like, no, we're different. And they have this weird long name that I don't know. Uh, so they're just going to leave because they're like, well, it's just delusions anyway, so we can just leave. But they get enticed to fight, and so. The Shibuya guy tries to fire the beam, but he misses and hits a Nazi chick, and then she's, like, naked, and she's like, eh, and goes away. And so then he's like, oh, before you die, I'll tell you this. And they reveal that the plan is to turn Akihabara into Shibuya, because they hate the otaku culture. And by turning and it into Shibuya, never has anything they'll in get it. rid of it. <laughs> it's funny, cause that's probably because the people in Akihabara buy everything. Because <laughs> never actually gets... Has the- Bakibar has all the mecha for like a hundred thousand yen, but Shibuya gets all the good prices. <laughs> That's the problem. That's why they want to replicate Shibuya because Shibuya gets all the good price shit. Akibar has all the expensive stuff. Uh. Uh, so they want to get rid of the otaku culture, and the monster like gropes them or something, and then they get shot. And they're like, oh, huh. but the professor shuts down the delusion. He's like, you know, you're the only group of people to almost die. After the villain says, you know, before you die, I'll tell you this. I mean, it's a cue. And they're like, oh. So Nobuo is about to throw away the, the Z-Kun, but he gets stopped by Decca Red, and Decca Red charades that he needs to see the light and then drop kicks him like he drop kicked uh, Hoji. Hoji. And I was like, yeah, he references. And so he runs back uh, to the group. He's like, I want to be an Akiba again. And they're like, okay. And the professor's just smirking because you planned the whole thing. And so they're like, oh, Akihabara is in trouble because of pirated DVDs. And they're like, oh, we must help. And so they run off. And they get the keys to the machine, Itasha. And they transform. They dash off. But then there's traffic. And they're like, oh, fuck this shit. <laughs> and so they put in the Z-Kun soundtrack. And then they transform <laughs> into a robot. So Blue and Yellow get in the driver's and passenger seat. And then Red's up top near the head. Like some sort of weird turret thing. <laughs> it's and like Trigger Happy in that giant. So they, <laughs> they find the Nazi chick and the Shibuya guy. And they're like, oh, we'll defeat you. And they, they like, do this dance. weird, like, dance past the attacks, like some sort Become of the power matrix thing. <laughs> but they get ejected, and the robot runs away, and the professor's like, you're not deluded enough for a robot fight yet, so just wait. And so they roll call, and they fight, and then suddenly Decca Red, like, it's actually Decca Red, shows up to help, and he's all like, D-Magnum Moon, and... So he's like, oh, you can handle it now. And then he leaves behind, like, a giant pair of Deca cuffs. And they turn to claws and they're like, and then goes back into handcuffs and they pin him. And then they're like, Moe Magnum. And then then he goes, and then it turns out, like, they had the entire delusion while in the car. And then they're all excited and they start 
hopping around in the car, and you know what that looks like. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> uh, they win, the pirated DVD people are arrested, and then the professor's confused on how Red was even there. She's like, I don't understand <laughs> what's going on. And then we get a peep for the next episode, and Boken Red's in it, and I'm like, Chifu! And, Chifu. and then it ends. And then it ends. I love this show. <laughs> so do I. Oh my god. My I, one glaring disappointment with this episode is we didn't get to hear Bond scream. But I that's know. okay. I mean... He, he's, he's matured. I mean, we got... So maybe. <laughs> as we mature, our relationships mature. <laughs> At least we got to hear him say Ibo. Yeah. It was fun. That was, and that his team-up with Akiba was totally fine since it's unofficial. <laughs> so it doesn't get flagged by Waddle's policies. <laughs> It's probably a delusion anyway. Exactly. But that's how I feel like most of the Kamen Rider movies have been lately, so... <laughs> Let's go, Kamen Rider. All a dream. <laughs> uh, DK'd the whole thing a dream. <laughs> um, but I, I really, really love it. It's just such a, it's such a great parody. Like, like I the, love the thing about the curry. <laughs> yeah, like, these are the kind of references that I like. Not the oh my god they did this is clearly a reference to MPR. <laughs> no, that's not that's not how it works. Like these references are like so carefully placed that you can tell the writers are like have a very detailed history about everything and and everything is just like correct because yeah. like about the the curry thing and the Hoji dropkick and just like these really little subtle references that I mean they throw out in your face they're like hey this is a reference I mean they don't try to hide it or anything but yeah. just the fact that they go out to set them up in such a way I think is a really cool sort of thing and I like the robot and I forgot last time I don't know if I mentioned it but I love the making fun of the like overly long names of villains yeah <laughs> Yes. Like, didn't she have like a piece of paper to read it? Yeah, she just ra- she like randomly picked one from this pile. Oh, that was great. Um, and then he's like, "I'm totally different, but in one way." Like, let this drive you crazy thinking about it. <laughs> oh, that was great. But um, I like the uh, the like the sex in the car. Oh yeah, that was funny. <laughs> Sounds wrong. <laughs> well, it was funny because the. The garage door was open, and you, you see these people walking past, looking over with a disgusting look on their face, and the car's just bouncing up and down. And in reality, it's just three nerds. <laughs> it's like in Knocked Up, where they're like, well, you think you're going to go over and find this guy cheating on his wife, but it's just a bunch of nerds playing fantasy baseball. <laughs> uh, but I and, it. Like, it's an interesting setup to where, like, none of this is actually real. It's all just in their heads. Yeah, because this device makes them think it's real. I think I still think it would be funny if they had if, if it was real and there was like a you know people like I said people that were trying to be villains. Yeah, I think that would be funny. But it's so fu- it's a funny this delusion just because I was just laughing seeing them punching the air <laughs> yeah, and the police like, just like, come up. <laughs> Before like she said the police arrested those people. I thought they were showing up to arrest them. <laughs> so did I. I thought they were gonna like punch the police or something. <laughs> I, mean, I thought they were gonna think the police is the enemy. That'd been great. But no, the police just seem to ignore the weird people in the street. <laughs> like, and now, the finisher. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, oh, so I like good. that they referenced the before you die, I'll tell you this trope. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was great. Okay, you're the only heroes ever to not to not kill the monster after that. Like, what's wrong with you? 
Uh, and we didn't um, know. I also love like all the music, the Sentai music throughout it. Like oh, obviously yeah. the Deck Ranger during the parts, but the, like the Abra Ranger theme was playing in the cafe when she was eating curry. Yeah. Like I love that. I'm like, this feels like just such a giant, like, uh, like awesome little show for fans of Sentai. Yeah, I mean that that's pretty much all it is at this point. It's just <laughs> like, just referencing everything and possibly reference and addressing like every trope ever. Pretty much. Well, but um, hysterical. And well, I mean, I don't think it was anything too outrageous. This episode more showed the like the reason it's on late night, but it doesn't seem that bad though. I've seen worse stuff in regular Toku. Yeah, it's not that bad. I mean, I mean, it's got like the half naked men and the spanking and, and doing like titty twisters on them, <laughs> yeah. sort of. Well, they weren't really titty. He like picked them up by their boobs, <laughs> like threw them, <laughs> but they were metal boobs, so it didn't hurt. But but I I, I saw more of that come out in this episode. Yeah, like after watching the first episode, you're like, mm, why is this for adults? I mean, it makes a lot more sense in this episode. Yeah, but I mean, it's still not like zombie adults only. But it's not like there was like naked people or anything. I mean, I don't think I'd let my children watch it, but I don't know. I don't know. I have hypothetical non-existent children. <laughs> Ryan, why do you have children? All my children are going to Oki, so... <laughs> I always tell people now that my hypothetical future non-existent wife would be very upset because I'd re- refuse to celebrate <laughs> anniversaries because it's against Waddle's policy. <laughs> I thought all my children went to General Hospital, but... <laughs> oh, uh, That was one life to live. No one cared about all my children. <laughs> oh. See, no one cares about any of those people anymore. Because except for Dawson and I think John. John might. John, you never know what John's doing. John's anyway. sitting there watching today's Days of Our Lives like six hours later. Yeah, I love uh, it. Uh, like I like the theme, but it's obnoxious at the same time. Yeah, I couldn't really see it fitting as any sort of PR type deal, unless I was thinking like, what if they were like aliens that were fan of the Power Rangers from Earth and were trying to be like them? <laughs> We saw the historical documents. Oh my god, that's fantastic now. American Akiva Raiders must be Thermians. <laughs> I'm excited. Things rarely get me excited nowadays. But... Oh my god, that would be fantastic. <laughs> I can just see, like, the Thermians in those suits saying that. Oh, that's great. Anyway. Well, should we move on to the Forzies? Yeah. Everyone's favorite show. I love Forze. Okay, so we start off with Ryuse talking to Tachibana about the Zodiacs that over his, his fuck that's over at his old bellhop school. While Forze tries out the cosmic switch, he's like, "It doesn't. Fit. It's too big for the hole. It doesn't fit." He's like, that's "What's this danger, said. danger, danger, danger? What's that mean? That doesn't have any meaning in Second Life." And then it explodes, and it's like, "Bye bye," and that's fun. And then they all get permission to go investigate at the bellhop school, and everyone's asking Ryusei, like, why is everyone so friendly here? They're like, of course they're friendly. They're training to be bellhops. What do you expect? It's part of the job. Anyway, that joke went flat. I wrote it out and everything. I'm just crying inside. I love bellhop school. What? What is that, French? Okay. Uh, no. <laughs> it's like a, a French with Down syndrome. Wow, that was insensitive. Anyway. <laughs> So anyway, uh, so they soon realize something's up, and they uh, find out that the entire school is forced into the evil plot of doing a giant play thanks to the Aries Zodiac. So Forze all transforms, and they all start fighting, and then they start putting his legs to sleep, and then them to sleep, and then Ryusei goes meteor and shows up, and he's like, hi! And then he runs off. 
and then his non-girlfriend drags Gentaro off, and Kengo and Yuki are forced into a play. It's more like a porno about Kengo and his ta- teacher having sex or something like that. Meanwhile, um, Gentaro is nursed back to health, and Ryusei's talking to Tachibana, and he ignores his uh, obviously smarter plan about how to deal with this. Um, and then there's some sort of final judgment in a warehouse. <laughs> they just get poured into a warehouse <laughs> where... Um, Ares is there, and then Forze shows up and starts fighting him, and he goes all stupid states, and uh, he just is about to destroy him, and Meteor stops him, and um, Meteor beats the shit out of Forze, and then he takes uh, away Meteor's powers, and he DD untransforms, and they're like, oh my god, he's coming, neither Meteor! And then Ringo's like, no, my love! (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then he reveals he teamed up with uh, him to make Jiro become awake and like, Jiro, you know, from Kiva? We ate a bunch of people that drank coffee. That's kind of mean. Do we want to wake him up? <laughs> and then Gintaro dies, and then it ends. That's how the series should just end. <laughs> no, here's what Look. I, told, I already told Brian my plan. They should do it like Ultimate Spider-Man comics did. Gintaro needs to die, and then he gets replaced by a blackhead. Is that cool? No, that's not cool. First of all, nobody likes black kids. Oh, yeah, and then we agreed he's going to be uh, replaced by Samuel Jackson. Second of all, I happen to I like Genny. Okay. <laughs> Genny. <laughs> so Okay. My turn. Um alright. So this episode was pretty much my breaking point. I said breaking. <laughs> breaking that movie Brink? Oh yes, Soul Skaters for Life. If anybody gets that reference, you're awesome. Uh so Okay, here's the thing. Like, I didn't mind Ryusei. I was like, you might actually be my saving grace for this show. And then he turns out to be a complete fucking moron. Like everyone else. It just... Okay, so, you know, instead of joining forces with Forze and either capturing Ares alive and doing something to force him to wake up Jiro, or, you know, just telling Forze about Jiro and how you need Ares' power to wake him up because of the whole switch-breaking thingy, <laughs> that would have made a lot of sense. You know, you have backup. I mean, Tachibana's sitting here going, team up with Forze, kill him, and I'll study the switch, and we'll figure out a way to do this. Just calm down. He's like, no! <laughs> and <laughs> he literally just went <laughs> into the little switch and ran off like a gremlin. Instead, he thinks it's a cool idea to team up with Ares, who is going to stab you in the back anyway because he's a bad guy. And with a perm. kill Gentaro yeah. instead, because that sounds like a really clever idea that will get so many people on your side. But it's, yeah. Like, that line of thinking just makes no sense. Not to mention that Gentaro and everyone's so gullible, it's not like they're going to pull anything, they're not like untrustworthy people, they're going to come up with a dastardly plan to double-cross him. Exactly, they wouldn't double-cross him in the first place. Gentaro's sitting there going, I want to help you with your friend. And Ryusei's in there going, no, thank you. <laughs> no, th- no, thank you, sir. I strongly disagree with you. I'm indifferent. <laughs> but also, it revealed more glaring stupidity from Gentaro, where he's like, I knew all along that you were pretending to be someone else and your personality was fake, but we let you into our top secret club anyway. <laughs> okay. Um, can I I want to speak now. Okay. All right. So, I. Uh, I enjoyed that whole, like, you're Ryusei's girlfriend, and then she's like, no, not yet, lols. Was that Karu? Not... What? Yeah, that was Karu. Okay. That was that... actually Karu this time. Actual Karu. Not... That's Karu. No, it's not. 
That's okay, this one's uh, definitely Karu. Was. No. Yes, this one was Karu. <laughs> Kevin's it mind did. just exploded. <laughs> it it did. It was Kim Crossman. That's a pretty <laughs> epic name. Sounds like some sort of like elf marksman. Anyway. Oh. <laughs> Go ahead. But no, um what I was gonna say was I forgot, I forgot where I was now. Oh. Was that um what it what it was was I don't understand why didn't they just stop coming to school? Who? The kids at Ryusei school, why didn't they just stop going? <laughs> you probably would have hunted them down and put them to sleep. <laughs> I mean the entire school, you gotta figure, okay, yeah, maybe if one guy doesn't show up, he's gonna go to that guy's house. But at the entire school, <laughs> he's just gonna get the massive school directory and just go hunt them all down one at a time. Why is that his evil plot in the first place? That's just stupid. That's like Ghost Ager levels of air condition shutting off, stupid. Although, I liked the part where he, like, made Tachibana his bitch. Everyone keeps doing that. <laughs> Poor Tachibana. I, if, like, I was, if I was Garen, I would just quit. Like, <laughs> I'm tired of being treated like shit and just leaves. <laughs> just throws down the switch. <laughs> I'm a person with feelings. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm tired of being treated like everyone's cheap whore. Like, like seriously, that's what keeps happening. It's like everyone keeps treating him like a cheap whore. Which is fine. I mean, you can treat him like a cheap whore. I really don't care. But uh, like, it's just it's a it's it's funny to me that like first cancer was like, bro, you suck at life. He was like, no. And then Aries is like, bro, you suck at life. He's like, oh come on, why the last guy said that too? Uh, Welcome to my world. Yes, but you do suck at life. I just I don't understand the thought process that goes on with these characters. I'm like, does no one have a functioning brain? I don't know. But then and then it was all adorable because Yuki was like Uchikita at the same time that Gentara was, and then she was saying the line. Samuel Jackson takes over. He's gonna be like, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) I am Nick Fury. (laughs) I am Mace Fury. (laughs) I am Nick Windu. That's an awesome name. <laughs> Nick, Nick Windu. Totally naming my hypothetical non-existent kids that. Even if it's a girl, she's going to be Nick Windu. <laughs> Nick Windu? <laughs> that combo with your actual last name is hysterical. Oh, God. <laughs> oh. Uh, I mean... Like, the only redeeming thing that could possibly happen right now is that the next episode, like, Ryusei has some weird plan that I don't think is actually going to happen. I'm guessing it's going to be more like, Forze's going to save the day, and he's going to be like, I'm sorry, I was wrong, I'll be your submissive little bitch now. That's my prediction. Probably. I do think it's funny that he completely blew his cover at the beginning and just started acting like a jackass. (laughs) Like, I like his actual persona, he's like... You guys and your over-friendliness is just going to fuck everything up. Just stay the fuck away from me. Gentar <laughs> was like, that's the real you. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> cool. Okay. Yeah, don't... Don't get me started about Yuki. I love her. I, I know you do, and I don't. I. It's like a little obnoxious rat. 
the best part of the show was when Power Dizer ran in to save the day and just started stepping on people. <laughs> I was happy because Power Dizer was in this episode. I was like, oh, yes, Power Dizer! It's like, Power Dizer! And Shin's like, I'm here! And I'm like, yay, Tank! That- there needs to be... <laughs> There needs to be a serious side story about Tank and Jappe's grades slipping in college because of their responsibilities to the KRC and the KFC, their part-time job. <laughs> and then they can come in and be like, I got KFC for the KRC, y'all! <laughs> okay, that's enough puns. Anyway. <sighs> but, uh, I don't know. <sighs> now it's time for... Chicken! Random Rambles. Wait, no, we don't do that anymore. Wait, here. that show was cancelled and moved to another network. It's a PlayStation exclusive now. Yay! Are we I ready think. for. I suppose I'm done bitching about this show. Um, How about that stamper, uh, huh, guys? Oh, that yeah, that thing. At like, least it was useful. That kind of pisses me off because it's like one of the coolest switches. I'm like, cool, it's like a detonator kind of thing. And it's like a stupid concept. It's a stamper. I'm like, coolest effect, stupidest idea. Yes. <laughs> they have to stop the detonator, Tommy. Oh, sorry. I, like I just, I imagine a scenario where Forze like stamps them, and they're like, <laughs> that did nothing. You put a stamp on me, with that. <laughs> 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 and then he explodes. And then it exploded. More galaxy yeah. quest. quest. More galaxy quest. Wafwinces. Wafwinces. Oh yeah, wafwinces. I love wafwinces. Awesome, why not? So now it is time for super 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 super. Samurai forever. <laughs> hey, optimistic. <laughs> It's, it's the one time I get optimistic ever. It's that... It's that slight raisedness in your voice when you get to forever that makes me laugh every time. So I aim to please. Oh, so. I'm sure you do please. <laughs> Any man that comes along. So, this is the episode where uh, Lightzord can't help Antonio, so he gets depressed and runs away. Oh, wait. I love Lightzord's voice actor. It's Bumblebee. <laughs> it is! Because his box was stole by Megatron. No, Negatron, I'm sorry. Is, the, is that what this episode was? Was the one where Daigoyo ran away? Yeah. Because he, he couldn't combine with the Shinkano? Oh, wait, he could. Yeah. So this, in this episode, instead, Spike ran away because he couldn't combine with the Samurai Megazord. <laughs> so, uh, Xandrid bitches about how no one accomplishes anything that they say they'll do. Clearly, Xandrid's never met a politician. Um... Spike trains and Bulk learns that the rent is overdue. Oh my god. The sad realization that he is poor. Spike leaves a note saying he's going to go get a job to help pay the rent. Um, meanwhile, in the forest, Decker is pissy, so Deyu decides to climb up in a tree and stay there to get the fuck away from him. Uh, at the Shiba house, no one wants me as cooking. Surprise! <laughs> uh, I just have to go. I have no excuse. I just want to leave. <laughs> just leave it. G- GTFO LOL. So Spike goes to find a job, and he fails at gardening this old lady's like lawn. That's because he's not Mexican. And uh, he fails at valet parking, proving that Spike is at least over 16 and has a valid driver's license. So, <laughs> just saying. Sorry, that sounded funny. There, goes. Like a, there was that whole thing with Paul Schreier saying that Spike was nine. What? And, 
Paul Schreiber was probably just kidding. I'd hope so. It's like that or, big... that or just, maybe Zatcher told him to say that. Like probably. <laughs> um, and he failed an operator to go forklift, and then he's depressed. Well, you have to be 18 and operate a forklift. He succeeded at being depressed. That's one thing he was good at. Uh, so Nylock attack! Yay! They fight! And so Duplicator, whatever the hell his name is, makes clones of himself because he's seen Naruto and thought it was a fun idea. Um, <laughs> apparently, <laughs> Spike was there the suit. whole time not paying attention. And so Mia's like, I'm going to go talk to him. And so Mia goes to talk to him about believing in himself and all that jazz. She's she seen Naruto too. I was like, I like that kid's catchphrase. So she was like, believe it. And believe it. <laughs> and Spike's like, ooh, Pussy's for sale. I'm sorry. I just felt like saying so, that. <laughs> um, Spike gets a raging boner. And, Who wouldn't? Um, it's an Asian chick. I don't, not, not much happened after that. So she runs off because her time limit of interacting with Bulk or Spike was up, or else she turned to a toad or a loser fairy godmother or something. I don't really know, but she ran off. Uh, so the rangers come up with the idea to use the light zord to determine which one of the real duplicators produces a shadow. So they're like, oh, that's the real one. We'll kill it. And so, Zong, attack, And so now Spike's a security guard somehow, and he's just sitting there going, I will be good at this job. And then Bulk finds him somehow. I don't really know how that works, but he's like, oh, I'm so hey, happy I'm to cool. see you, and, and squeezes him. And oh, God. Damn it, man. <laughs> So, they do this magical light show thing where they're like, Red Ranger, ready. I'm like, ah, stop. And so, then they get through all that, and then Duplicator duplicates himself, and then Antonio's like, Light Zord isn't charged yet. I'm like, then why did you bother coming here yet? Why didn't you just bring regular flashlights? (laughs) Or flashlights? Either one would have worked. I don't think the girls can use those. Oh um, my god. So, RR, the only show where we mentioned fleshlights when talking about Power Rangers Samurai. It's <laughs> uh, a new cross promotion. <laughs> so, light Day swords. Fleshlight, cross up! It's just a fleshlight with a samurai sword coming out of it. Oh god. Ow, that would hurt if you were a woman. Anyway. Uh, so he's I'm finally, so scared right now. <laughs> he's finally charged. All the mirror copies go away. And Antonio uses flashing strike, and I lulled. And so Antonio gives me the black box, and I'm just like, oh my god, the black box, thank you. I'm like, you've done this already. This holds all the plane's information. Pink goes super mode and kills him. Then they go mega mode, and Light Zord gets mega mode or something. He gets big. And so he duplicates... Like my penis. Exactly. Um, But they're all defeated (laughs) by Light Zord's scattershot disc thing. Uh, they summon the battle cannon. Mia goes Shogun for no reason. Fires the cannon and he dies. And just for the record, a girl got the Shogun armor second, so the the samurai is sexist. People can just shut the fuck up. Even um, if she does look like a bodybuilder named Olga when she turns into it. <laughs> is cool. Uh, Mia tells Bulk and Spike to go help Antonio fish because Antonio's just having a very bad day. Uh, they catch a bunch of fish. Antonio catches a boot. Not like a bout, but a boot. A boot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, he's not Canadian. There's nothing like that going on here. Sorry. Canadians. Funny. So, then it ends. And then that was very... And then it ends quietly? Yeah. And then there's a train. All right, I gotta go. My train's here. Sorry. I got my time for tea and crumpets. Well, train, the... Trains just don't know how to shut up, so... Me? Well, the trains. 
Oh. No, they don't. It's lots and lots of trains. Anyway, uh, all I, I keep saying now is lots and lots of jets and planes or whatever it's called. That's the that's the future. <laughs> the next one's gonna be lots and lots of hovercraft. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I thought it was an okay episode. Yeah, I I actually liked the little Shogun thing at the end. That I just wish it was used outside of the Megazord because it's kind of pointless. Well, there. yeah, no, I wish it was too. I I didn't say I wasn't, but I just like that they they used it. Now it makes me just want it makes me want a toy of it. I, I think Mia was just really excited. She's like, "Fuck yes, I can use this battleizer. Take that person who didn't give me an auxiliary sword." <laughs> <laughs> uh, like I mean, I was happy too, just to like see it and the fact that the a girl was the second one to get it. I thought was actually pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and it was kind of weird that like she like she got the black box again like because it seemed like they were going in a row with everyone getting their turn like yeah like that's a, the thing episode. like the episode with um with Mia's brother and stuff was pretty much a completely American episode um and I'm pretty sure all of the footage with Super uh, Pink was all American shot uh huh and. Well, I understand that it wouldn't have made no sense for Emily to get it in that episode, uh, and that they had to have Pink get it in this episode because of the footage, because this was a Mia episode trying to get Dagoyo back, and or Mako episode trying to get Dagoyo back. And so, I mean, I understand that. Uh, I would have rather have seen someone else use it. In they could have switched the order of the episodes because nothing significant that. can happen. Oh yeah, absolutely. But they could have because it just made more sense because they usually do that type of thing in PR where you get an episode for each focus range or getting something. Yeah. So it just kind of so, threw the flow. And like it, just the fact that she was like so excited about getting it in this episode, and the fact that she used it already was kind of irritating a little bit. But um. I don't know, I can just chalk it up to bad writing, just like everything else in the show, so... Chuck Zone! Sorry. <laughs> I missed that show. <laughs> but yeah, it was an enjoyable Sorry. episode, and I think they adapted that plot pretty decently for not having Daigoyo in the show and tossing it to, to Spike instead to actually have them be relevant for an episode. Yeah. I mean, they still technically weren't really all that relevant, but... It's uh, it, like almost not want to say disgust, but it's really upsets me that it took them this long for them to feel like they're existing in the same show. Yeah. It's as if yeah. it's a team up between the sitcom about Vulcan Spike and Power Rangers Samurai. <laughs> it's like because they felt so a part of the show when back when Vulcan Skull were on, but this it just feels so disjointed. Right. Like, and then I I freaked out because I was like interaction, interaction. Like, I thought I was dreaming. I thought she was gonna die. <laughs> like a sniper was just gonna take her out or something. They must not know of each other's existence. <laughs> Quickly placed them, but it took us forever to find a sp- uh, skull clone. We couldn't even find a bulk one. We just had to hire him. <laughs> we bought him to help us fi- find a new bulk, but there was new, no new bulk. <laughs> no one bald enough. They all used Bosley. You know the hair product. Oh, the bulk wasn't. No, bald. I, I know. I got it. They used Tom Bosley. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you can wash it, uh, cut it, swim with it. Swim with it like it's your friend? Like, what, I don't get it. Kevin is going to use it? <laughs> he can't swim. He's black. Yeah. But uh, it was a fun episode. I did I did enjoy it. The Spike antics were pretty hilarious, I have to say. Even if for they were reason, slightly predictable. Yeah, I mean, they were absolutely predictable. For some reason, I found them a little bit funnier than when Bulk does shit. 
I think it's just because it was a little bit refreshing just to see, like, all the kind of weird shit happen to Spike instead of Bulk being, like, the circle yeah. of humor. I just yeah. get tired of the, oh my god, he slipped and spilled something on Bulk. That's not funny. Hell, it's no Disco Devin, that's for sure. <laughs> well, that's certainly true. You and your Disco Devin. But. Yeah. Well, like I said, I thought it was enjoyable. Not the best by any means, but I think they did a pretty nice job of adapting a a Sentai episode in a in a new way. How much longer? Is... Oh. I was going to say, especially a fairly hard one to do when the focus of the episode is not in the show. used in our version. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm still upset they didn't give it to a guy a voice. Yeah, oh, yeah. There's a lot of missed opportunities for that, like you know, Carlson Henderson, but... okay. or Gibby. <laughs> Yeah, he's opening his own restaurant according to the preview for the next episode. I'm excited. Which, speaking of Kelson Henderson, he and Gibby, <laughs> I, I I just thought of this. I want to see for the twentieth. I want to see all of Kelson Henderson's characters come back. <laughs> that would, you know, how awesome that would be. Then, even though it is against Watto policy, just because I want lots and lots of Kelson Henderson. I want them all on the screen at the same time. That I want to watch him go crazy trying to <laughs> portray every character at once. Kelson Tyson. I still, what about Piggy and Toby? And then they can be a duo. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, he can show up, too. It'll be hilarious. Like Grum and G. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That'd be great. You have a sword fight. Grum, Necrolite, G, and, and that Camille. human Grum. <laughs> uh, Grum comes in. No, Nana. And then G comes in. What the fuck's her name? Nikki, what the fuck was that bitch's name? <laughs> Lily? Yeah, <laughs> Nay Nay. <laughs> <laughs> what the fucking Digimon. <laughs> uh, that's great. Like, uh. <laughs> nay. Grum comes in. Nay, nay. Cougar. And then G comes in. Jaden. Like, wait. Oh, we need, we need Doggy and Solaris Knight. We need multiple John Tuies at the same time. We need all the Tommies at the same time. Oh God! They need you know they need for for Green Tommy they need to bring back the the Tommy that went back to like seventeen seventy six. Colonial Tommy comes in and then White Ranger Tommy and then like beefed up tattooed Tommy for Dino Thunder. (laughs) (laughs) Good times. That'd be so awesome. (laughs) <laughs> that was the segue into to ramble time I think uh, so first up the Facebook question of the weekly news I like how that sounds like an introduction to that show uh, uh, was that that com- Kablam like what? introduction to those that those shit was legit I love that those action figures what were those action called Action League Now yeah that's what it sounded like That that's why we have to keep that jingle now it's time for Action League Now I wanted action figures of them is that weird no, I did okay. too. Anyway, I think they were all actual action figures. So. Well, I want them, but yeah, that's see, perfect intro now. All right, so this wook, wooks, this wookie, <laughs> this, this now it's time for the wookie of the weekliness. <laughs> uh, the question for the week was: Is there a character in Power Rangers or Super Sentai that you despise? I wanted to use the word despise to get extra reactions from people. Uh. All right, so. Go. So our first answer is from Bradley Thornton. He said, if I had to pick one, it'd be Tarzan. 
Oh wait, I mean Decker. Oh crap, I mean Cole. I don't know. I don't think he's a particularly bad actor or anything. He just felt out of place and pretty annoying to me. And he had to rip his shirt off every time. <laughs> That's true. When he became alive again, and Samurai was like, hey, Dayu, check out the pecs. <laughs> oh wait, that was Leo. He showed up. I forgot about that. <laughs> oh wait, before you read yours, I wanted to comment. I don't know if you guys saw this, but on the side, on the other side of our timeline here, there's an Asian bro- guy with Okai Red? Oh. <laughs> uh, no. This Brody person is telling us that apparently Wikipedia is using our site as a reference. Really? Even Yeah, I'm on it right now. If you go to the Ben 10 Omniverse page, at the bottom where it says references, uh, number it's now number five. Ben 10 Omniverse revealed at UK Toy Fair, Riders, Rangers, and Rambles. Oh. Yes! We've made it! <laughs> Can we just leave now? Do we get cake? <laughs> is there champagne? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think it's even funnier that the word used for is not a reference for Toku. It's Ben 10. Ben 10, yes! <laughs> See, it wins everything. <laughs> the most popular review. Ben 10, damn, Viewscope Ultimatrix. I hope they make a Viewscope Omnitrix for the sequel. <laughs> um, anyway. I figured, I figured that was important enough to stop this That, that was. That was awesome. Was. Uh, um, sorry, Harry Hartman, your comment had to wait. <laughs> Even though you have an epic superhero secret identity name. So as Kevin just spoiled, the next comments from Harry Hartman, he says, Jaden, that's it. Just Jaden. <laughs> Alright, now we have Lars. I'm feeling skinny Barrett. Tony. I have Lars. With the short answer. He says finally a question where Tommy can actually qualify. With that said, Tommy from MMPR, he was badass. I kid, I kid. I honestly can't say I despise anybody from Sentai or PR. If I dislike a character, the fact that I don't like them is easily balanced out by the fact that I can make little jokey jokes about how much (laughs) I don't like them along the way. And doing that makes me laugh. Laughing equals enjoyment. I remember not liking Pink from SPD that much. I'm calling her that while she's morphed, so it's okay. (laughs) The Aki Ranger? (laughs) uh, I couldn't really make any jokes about her, and I didn't really like her character, so there. Now, if you ask me who I didn't like in Common Rider, I can make a list of Jedi Mon proportions detailing the one character I didn't like. Hey, now. Who dat? Who dat? <laughs> <laughs> That's just rude. So next up, we have Colin E. Watkins that says, Vipra from Lightspeed and Aries slash Gosei Pink from Gosei Then we have Michael Torak, Rocky. <laughs> No, he said Rocky. He's lost his name of a third name. <laughs> I know, Rocky. I know. I know. I was saying that for the audience that can't see. <laughs> Maybe it's like our audience is blind now. <laughs> anyway, go on. Um, next we have TKD Tigre. He says, currently it's Jaden from uh, PRS, which I assume to be Power Ranger Samurai. No, it's Purse. It's a abbreviation for Purse. Oh, okay, good. I was confused. <laughs> Jaden lives in his purse. Uh, next up is William Joseph Co. Hmm, I wonder who that is. Not uh, Willie J. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no way be Willie J. Co. Not at all. No. Uh, honestly, I'm going with Kevin from Samurai. I mean, some of the worst PR actors' characters grew on me over time. I still want Naji to get off my screen whenever I see him. Although part of the problem is how social this particular cast is through Facebook or Twitter. The other cast members come across as generally nice people, but Naji's the only one that comes across as a total tool. <laughs> so yeah, that doesn't mean I've given up on him getting better. 
But as it stands, he's the character that I like the least ever. Maybe tied with Vipra. Oh, that's great. <laughs> Total tool. <laughs> he is. That's, that's the definition of Naji. Starts off with the name Naji. No offense to anyone else's name Naji out there. I don't, actually, I've never met anyone named Naji. Anyway. So next is Brody Taylor Gage, the man with three names. Alita from Ghostsager because he makes a terrible red and leader. Didn't you see that episode where they couldn't lead with anybody else? <laughs> and their style is just to run in and don't think about it? Gosh. <laughs> All right. Well, we have Damien Yudi, and it says, Master Xandard formed Samurai. He creeps me out. <laughs> uh, That's cool. Next up is James Markin that says, Casey only from baby Jungle Fury. Cow. And then I... <laughs> baby <listener. laughs> Sorry. Uh, <laughs> Um, should I just read these two together? Yeah. Yes. So Luke Joseph Cato, uh, Yoko from GoBusters. She's annoying in twelve. I forgot. At her huge forehead is huge. Wait. <laughs> Do you mean add? And her huge forehead is huge. Add, are we adding add her, forehead? her forehead? Is no, it's just, oh, I, I forgot. To... Oh, there we go. I forgot. You are her forehead. Two fish. I read it fast. Okay. It got a thumbs up. I don't know why that's important. Uh, All right. Next is Vicente Zepeda. Zepeda. He says, Alata from Gosager because do I have to give an explanation? He sucks ass and balls at the same time. Talent right there. <laughs> uh, uh, Chris Hutchinson. Man, Chris. Is there... Is there- is there food droids in your profile picture? I can't. Though. I don't see them. Yeah, I see a little tiny. kid. That's, <laughs> He's not a food droid. What are you doing? That's Chris's son. Chris. <laughs> uh, he says, "Sorry, Ko, but Carter from Lightspeed Rescue." I think one of the funniest is Ko Rescue. <laughs> okay. We have Charles Chong, Jaden, because he's a zombie. All right. Next, we have Gabe Marsh, who is apparently owner from Deno. <laughs> I'm just hearing the uh, own music. I tried that spoon thing. It's hard. Ow. <laughs> uh, he says, Kevin takes his acting way too seriously. I do not. Oh, oh, you mean Samurai. I'm sorry. And Umeko, don't get me started. I like you saw this Umeko hatred. It's because she's horrible. <laughs> I like Umeko. Shut up. She's adorable. I love oh, her. I like well, if, if Aerosol ever had the opportunity to kill any of us, I know which one he'd kill first. <laughs> Awesome. No. So. Damn. <laughs> oh look, there's Aerosol. Uh, Kiefer says, "Kite from Wild Force." There's nothing more annoying than a stupid preachy kid that tries to explain, uh, explain away his own buttholeish attitude <laughs> by saying, "Oh well, it was all a test." Yeah, that's it. I put the Earth in danger to test you. To be honest, I've never really outright hated any of the Rangers. At worst, they've just been bland. All right, now we have our very own staff member, Arisa, who says, Umeko! <laughs> and then he just vomited. And then we had to clean up poor Greg down here, who was the victim of <laughs> vomiting. Uh, <laughs> all right, so we have Greg. <laughs> is that you? <laughs> yes. Why is your Facebook picture missing? What is on mine? Like, you don't have a Facebook picture. It says if there's, like, a, a fake Brian. An imposter. It's an imposter. Can't answer these questions, Brian. <laughs> Using your uh, alias. 
Brian's alias is Brian. <laughs> Brian yeah, is you making fake Brian Deadly Facebook accounts? <laughs> Are you that popular? Yes. Uh, There's a fake Dawson Rider account on Twitter. 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 Anyway. <laughs> right, so this is this is the Greg Santucci who we have cleaned up from aerosols vomiting. And he says, Animus slash kite, enough said. The preachy bastard goes on about how evil humans are and how the WF Rangers, the Wrestling Federation? Okay, Wrestling Federation Rangers don't really care about the Earth. Blah, blah, blah. Shut up. Fill your place in the story arc and go the hell away, you annoying prick. I thought you said that. Sorry. Just kidding. Yeah. Then he goes on to say, I almost said Yumiko. Really? (sighs) But she has some cuteness to her. Thank you. I can't say no to a face that pretty at least a little bit, though Jasmine is liked more than Yumiko and Decoranger, but that is a separate question now, isn't it? Yes, Jasmine. Jasmine, my espadas. So then we have uh, Owner again. Owner's real name is Gabe Marsh. Wow, I just finished the second run. I didn't even know that. I'm surprised I'm the only person that despises... Wait, that despises of that character in this jumble of comments. I guess she does hold some cuteness, as some people say, but that better... Wait... That, that'd be better off in an educational anime. Cuteness in it? Okay, sure. Not in a series about high-tech police. I guess he skipped Aerosol's comment completely. Aerosol <laughs> doesn't count. Dawson gets to read my clone. Uh, <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, Greg uh, says, She is the comic relief to some extent. You can only have so much seriousness in a, or a show is lopsided after all. She has her moments, but overall she can be a part of the team every time in my opinion. So I have to go again because I messed up again, like I did last week and read too early. What? Okay. <laughs> Wait, did I mess up the order? No. No. Oh. Anyway. So okay. So now we have this guy named Brian Dagley. I don't know who he is. He seems like a new fan. Hide <laughs> from Ghost Adrian because he looks derpy. Yep. Yep. Um. I don't agree Wait, with that statement. Wait, I'm confused. Wait, I think somebody skipped my turn. Hold on. Just go next. We'll just restart. I did this last week. I messed this up last because I was too Wait, eager. I read this and then saw some... Point it out. <laughs> <laughs> that should have been Brian. And I should have had the Brian clone, but somehow Dawson got two turns. Whatever. Oh, my head hurts. I'm oh, sorry. Fuck. I did the same thing last week. I don't know why. No, I've got this one. All right, so this is Nicholas Hernan Hoffs. This is Nico Zoo. He's David Hasselhoff's secret son. Sorry. Knows the move from Ghost Sager. Because he was useless and pointless. Yep. Yup. It's not my turn. <laughs> oh, it's my turn again? Yes. Well, Greg just says his Ghost Sager populated with derpy characters. I'm about to start it and wonder if I should rethink that decision. And then we have... Shrug. Jeff, <laughs> is this really my turn? Are we sure? Yep. Yes, it's your he turn. He like, pulled me back. <laughs> Jeff Ambrose, go say red of all the super. Wait, of all super. Oh, I get it. Okay, sorry, I messed up. Okay, okay, go say red. All the super samurai except Antonio, Will and Dax from Operation Overdrive, Viper from Lightspeed Rescue. Her acting is insanely bad. And Larry Kane. All right, next is Eric Beltran. He says, Kevin, I cannot stand his horrible acting, even though he has improved. Part of me still does not like him. Not the RRs, Kevin. He's cool and epic. Lol's awesome. You you are allowed to give your opinion here. Also, 
G equals worst mentor ever. Lols. Shuki, do a bear roll. Are you serious? Bear roll. G, uh, G says, Jaden, best mentor ever. He says, how, do I, how does I bear roll? And then he says, why so negative, Dawson? That's just his personality. You can't help how yeah. negative he is. And now it's Brian's turn. Oh, oh my God, it's a long name. Not Brian. <laughs> Marvin... <laughs> Gilson Dela Cruz says, I'd approach this question in two ways. Okay. <laughs> Just like bisexual people. A character can be <laughs> despised because he or she was meant to be despised. In that manner, he slash she was effective. Case in point, Blade Ran slash Bridgera from Ghost Hager and Bosco from Gokaiger. A character can also be disguised because he or she was ineffective in the role he or she should be portraying. This could also mean poor writing style, which is usually the case. I'd say the blindness of Nozomu from Ghost Sager and Akumaro from Shinkenger fall into this category. Okay. I would just say answer all of the above instead of analyzing it. Um, next is Kurdish Yip. Every Sentai warrior ever becomes superhero Tyson, and I support Wado. Fuck yeah! <laughs> now he's initiated into Wado. Uh, uh, we saw the cult, now I'm freaked out. <laughs> it's the center all over again. Uh, sure. Next is Alex Ryder. What and is Alex Ryder? I don't know. <laughs> this dude with muscles. And it says, I can't stand Jaden, Emily, Mia, Kevin, Spike, little British Jaden, <laughs> Diva Talks, Kai, Maya, and so far, Hiram was a little iffy, but I have a feeling he's going to get better. Oh, and Alata and Ari from Ghost Sager. Those fucking years, man, pisses me off so much. <laughs> oh, KO hates some people talking about the ears. The ears give him, like, some kind of massive KO boner or something. I don't know. Uh, Eddie Gallardo says, if the superhero Tyson summaries are uh, correct, then shit's version of Marvelous. (laughs) (laughs) Possible spoilers for shit. 51 episodes of him being loyal to his crew, and for him to attack them, even if it is to trick the bad guys, is just stupid. Oh, Oh, then he says, if that's not a valid answer, then go with Will from Overdrive. Not only because of what his actor did, but also because he quit being a ranger one too many times. Okay. <laughs> he quit like four different times. Like, I quit. I think so. And then we have Eric Lopez that says, all of the Overdrive cast except Spencer. And then finally we have Gary Baker who says, I hope this will still get right on the podcast if it's not the I Blame School. Oh, I got it because he just did this like a couple hours ago. All of Operation Overdrive. They killed Bo Kenger. Oh, and of course, we must mention Diva Talks and my personal hatred. Say it with me now. Cassidy and Devin, they tried too hard to mimic Bulk and Skull, and as much as I love Dino Thunder, JDF for the win, those two killed it for me. How dare you! Disco Devin is way better than JDF! Whoa. <laughs> sucks. Hey. Bo Kendra does not suck. You, sir, need to be slapped in the face. I don't like it. My God, they're making a sequel to that Fairly Odd Parents live action movie. I need to I need to sit down. Wait, I was already sitting down. Right, oh. Right. This is the part where we're just quiet and we reflect on our lives. <laughs> oh, that didn't take long. Our lives suck. That's all for the answers. So I would say, um, definitely Viper. I hated that bitch. Like. Not that bitch her, right there. Her character sucked. Her actress sucked. So much more ways than one. Sucked there. Um, 
Kevin Najid, whoever, um, for multiple, multiple reasons. Um, Sentai... I can't really think of anyone from Sentai, really. I mean, I didn't particularly like a lot of the Ghost Sagers, but I didn't Nozumu. hate them. I didn't really hate Nozomu either. Well, I guess you just don't hate children like I do. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I didn't like him, but I didn't particularly hate them. Kite was a douchebag. Oh, I wanted to punch Kite. Douchebag. And I don't necessarily hate Umeko. I just... She's, like, my least favorite character in that show because that show was filled with such good characters. But I love Umeko. I don't have as... Almost... Kind of like Brian said, I don't have as many people I hate in Sentai really at all. I think the only one that could really qualify is maybe Nozomu because he's, I think, the only one I really hate from Ghost Age just because he's kind of annoying. But he served his purpose, I guess. But most of my hate goes to PR people. It's a long list. We got Naji, Kevin. Um, let's see. Will from Overdrive because he's stupid and he has stupid teeth. Um, Kimberly because everyone always says that's her. She's just a bitch. Come on. Kimberly's a bitch. I broke my float. Tommy, fix it for me. Uh, Carter. I never gave me was one kiss. For a boyfriend or girlfriend for like 80 years, you only kissed me one time. What the hell? Carter, Kelsey. Um. Yeah, that covers it. Yeah, uh, I have to second Dawson Sentai thing where, like, I have characters that are, like, annoying, but none that I really despise in Sentai. Now, PR, uh, I hate Carter. Uh, I, I don't like him. He should go die in a hole. Uh, most of the overdrive people, I don't like them. Most of the light speed people, uh, I want to put Carter in there again. <laughs> Just Carter. <laughs> Is there a second time? Uh, I don't know if I'd just say I despise Naji. Uh, I mean, that's I like kind of shit Naji said. <laughs> I mean, he's obnoxious and awful, but I don't. I'd say I don't like him. I don't know if I go so far as say despise. That's that seems kind of harsh for Naji. I mean, he's not Benta and like Will. Like I've booked up teeth. I'd quit the team like eighteen times. I'm still a ranger though. No, no, you're not. Go sit in the corner. Give me your tracker. I'll do it. You suck at life, whore. Transfer back to investigations. He transferred back to the like the alleyway in the ghetto. That's where he's transferring back to. Uh, who else? I don't. I mean, who, who is who? Do I hate like the kid with the train hat? Yes, Dr. yes. That see, that's that's where I was. Yeah, the kid with the train hat. I hate that kid. That kid's a douchebag. The kid that became a serial killer. Oh no, I like him. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's a serial killer. He's fine. He's fine. So now it's time for ramble, ramble, ramble time. Yeah. I did jazz hands again, but you couldn't see it, so my performance was wasted. So, this week in Pokemon, we had the uh, oh, fuck, uh, sorry. Excelgor episode. So, that was fun. I think they actually handled it better than I thought they were going to. I was just mad at how stupid Ash was, because I'm tired <laughs> of his stupidity. Something about that Unova Air, man. <laughs> his stupidity reached new heights. Like... Yeah. I don't get it. Like, um, like not being able to tell that that's the same Axel Gore. Like, they were like. I mean, that Axel Gore clearly had like a mark on him that was identifiable. I'm kidding. I have no idea. But. It was a sticker from an apple that he stepped on. You know, <laughs> why they put those on there? I mean, Axel Gore. 
But, uh... And that dude was retarded. The great Axel... What the hell was his name? Axel Protector guy? The uh, Excel Guard. Um, the mighty Excel Guard. That guy needed to be shot. He was yeah, he was kind of... I, was, I figured they were going to chalk it up with, like, a bunch of PR references. Which would have made me upset. But... They actually kept... I mean, they didn't really keep in Rider references, because I don't really know how many Rider references it really had, besides, you know, the obvious parody of it. But the vanilla people being like Shocker was kind of funny. Yeah, that was funny. And those two dudes reminded me of the duo from the O's anniversary, like, I'm not Susan Boyle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Joey! <laughs> That's like a spider vampire joined Shocker. <laughs> Got it. I don't know why it's just chewy. <laughs> he likes Wookies. Chewy Wookies for the win. So yeah, there was not like a lot to say about Pokemon. Um, Zexel was interesting this week. It was a backstory for Yuma a little bit. Okay, so wait, hold on. First of all, I want to say this about Zexel. So for whatever reason, right, my DVR did not record it, so I ended up watching in like the Japanese version. Oh. Well, that was, was that. It was fun. Um, there was a bunch of kato bingu, and <laughs> that's feeling the flow. Uh, is that is that what's the feeling the flow is kato bingu? Yeah. And I was really confused. And then, although I noticed that like Japanese astral sounds a lot like English astral. Yeah, it kind of does. But I kind of liked that because I like astral's English voice. So that kind of made me happy. Made it more familiar. Um, yeah, and I love how their family members look like them. Like, like they have the same hairstyle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, like, so you can tell who goes with who. I'm like, this is just funny and stupid. And then his parents left because they know that everyone's going to have to forget them. And then there was going to be a baby missing. Oh, that's Deno. Never mind. None of that thing with his parents made too much sense. Like I didn't. I was like, they're what? clearly involved somehow. They know something about the astral world, and they they left. And I don't know. It's they'll they'll, they'll be back at some point, or at least the dad will. Yeah, something. So maybe Astro's really his brother. I, what I was, <laughs> he's like half Australian. <laughs> um, to say. Oh, I was trying to figure out why his grandma's so short. She, like, goes up to people's knees. <laughs> Midgets aren't even that... I mean, little people aren't even that short in real life. I don't know. I didn't know what was going on with it. I His grandma was funny. And then, like, she's friends with the other one's grandma, and, like, the sisters are friends. And I was like, this is... <laughs> Bronx's sister just looks just like him, but skinny and a girl. <laughs> it was freaky. I know, right? But, uh... And then... Yuma's sister got all mad at him again, like she always is. Like, yeah, mom, why didn't you tell me you had family day at school? You were being a bitch. <laughs> As usual. But it, it was, it was cool that you got more backstory on Yuma and where he got that key around his neck and and those Catch connections. Face. Yeah, and some of the connections to things and and uh, it was, it, it's all which is good. It's, I mean, it was yeah, fillery, but. Uh, in the sense that there was no dueling, there was no number cards, there was no kite, there was no, like, we're traveling around or going to become the greatest duelist ever. I thought it was kind of a nice break since we only ever get to see Yuma duel. 
Yeah. What was his goal in the English version? Like, what did he say he wanted to become? Like, because he uh, says, I want to be, like, the duelist champion. Or yeah, something. he wanted to be a... That's pretty much the same thing. He wanted to be a, a duelist champion. Like... And, and those guys so, were like, you can't do it because you suck, and little Yumo's crying, and then his dad stopped him. I wasn't sure if they were gonna if they were gonna use like I want to be a duelist champion or like if he said like I want to be the new king of games. No, I think he said duelist champion if I remember right. So I remember like Jaden and GX thing about like being the the next king of games or something. So I was like I didn't know if they were gonna continue using that phrase, or especially since it's Yu-Gi-Oh and like I don't even remember kind of the title. Like <laughs> I think the only one I know of that listens is Aerosol that's watched. I think he still keeps up with it if, unless he stopped with Japanese Exile so I want to know if there's any references to any past series because I don't remember anything in, in uh, 5D's referencing the past series really I mean like the subs that I, like, that I saw they used the phrase duelist champion so yeah, I was it's sure pretty much the same English thing said that or not he said something along the lines I think it was duelist champion or just a really great duelist but no yeah. king of games but uh yeah, it was good it was, yeah it was good Astral's always fun. How could you lose the key? It was back at home, stuck in that hammock bed thing that I use because I don't have a real bed. I want a real bed because I'm a real boy. No, you're Australian. <laughs> so, what's next chronologically? Uh, isn't Thundercats next chronologically? Yes. Yes. So, Brian, why were you angry at this episode? Because, well... I was excited because I'm like, oh, Tigra finally has a home and people that are like him. Because it's like, it's like when you go to school and like you're the only foreign kid. <laughs> it's kind of like that. Brian's used to that being in Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, all through life, he's the only foreign kid. I mean, Not sure, he went to an all-German school, but <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but anyway. Uh, horrible, horrible, uh, correlations aside, um, like, I, it was just upsetting at the end when they were all dead. I'm like, okay, well, now he's back with no home and no, like, peoples. And, I mean, Dawson's gonna go against me here for a second, I completely agree with him. But, it, I just thought this would make Tiger less an emo fag, but, guess not. Wait, why would I go against you about that? Well, you were just saying how it more cemented his place among the Thunder. In the, oh, among the group, yeah. When I first saw, when Lino first saw that they were like creatures or whatever, I thought they were just imposters, and then we were just gonna find the real people later. That's what I thought they were setting up for. Oh, but obviously that didn't happen. But I think that's what the purpose was was to to cement his place in the group. But I have to say, I don't because I don't have that much knowledge of the original show, but I don't like that he was of royalty in that clan. Because I just liked that he... Well, I like the idea of him just coming from the Tiger Clan randomly and then becoming part of the royal family. It just seemed like too much of a coincidence. You know what I mean? Not coincidence, but I don't know. And it's interesting in one way, because, but it makes the situation worse if he was supposed to be an heir to a throne and then he, he can't be in his new family. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it heightens the, the shittiness of the situation, but... I don't know. I just thought that was too convenient, the way the Tiger always thought he'd be such a good king, only to find out that he was supposed to be a king. Right. I just thought that was... I don't I don't really like that. Tiger needs to fall in line. <laughs> but I still cool. thought it was a pretty good episode. Like It just kind of, like, cemented my belief in the fact that 
like royal lines are complete assholes. Yeah. You're my little p- peasant kid. You suck. <laughs> Check out how beautiful Lino is. You're my little prince. Lino's born. You're my little... Um... Whatever. Sure. I just gave birth to Wilfred L. I don't need you anymore. <laughs> um, like, I mean, I can see why Tiger's a little pissy ass, but... Because Lino came out and he was like, Hi, Mom! Daddy! <laughs> Daddy! Um... But the one thing that did bug me was just that it, after last the last episode arc where he finally sort of accepted Lionel as leader, like we come back to this bitter Tigra. Of just, yeah. it was just kind of annoying. Like he's just he's always bitter. <laughs> like I'm just tired of him being mad at Lionel because Lionel never really has done anything to him. I understand he's mad, but Jesus, Lionel's awesome. It's, it's one of those things like you can be bitter at people because they kind of ruined it, but I mean, it's not like he did it on purpose. Yeah, it's not as if he acted like a, a titled prince or anything. Lionel was kind of oblivious to it. Right. And he tried to kill him. I mean, he should feel bad. He tried to kill Lionel when he was a kid. Anyway. So but it was people. Yeah, it was a good episode. I agree it was probably one of the more recent good episodes. Like, all the episodes lately have been pretty good. It's just a kind of... Very stereotypical, I guess. Yeah, they're not very memorable. Yeah. I still enjoy it, and I'm kind of still slightly bummed that the show might get canceled, but... Although there was a video game announced I saw today, so that might give yeah. me hope. Why would they make a video game for a canceled show? Right. I, I hope it continues. I'll probably pick up the DS game just because it looks like one of them side-scrolling choppy games. Chop Chop. Ultimate Chop Chop. <laughs> That's for the third Skylander sequel, Skylanders Ultimates. Um. So, Green Lantern. Green Lantern. Green Lantern was epic. Got any like little yeah. hidden shits to tell us about? Oh, <laughs> um, I don't. And that's time for Kevin's so. hidden shits. <laughs> I don't think there was this week. I mean, they had that like the epic Red Lantern oath. Oh yeah. When he recharged his ring. We're basically, uh, I'm gonna kill everyone. <laughs> Their spines out and red. Like, I love that. And then Atrocitus was just awesome, and they got to fight him. And yeah, he was pretty cool. I love that he took his personal yeah, uh, lantern. lantern to charge. Like, yeah. ooh, burn. Um, now, the... And also, we got the story about why the Red Lanterns are so pissed off, or at least Atrocitus. From their perspective. Yeah. yeah from their pers- Red Lanterns are evil. The Guardians came in with the Manhunter robots and took over and killed people. And um, basically, for anyone who doesn't know, uh, before they made the Guardians made the green power battery on Oa and the Green Lantern rings, they made the Manhunter robots to be like protectors and peacekeepers, and that didn't work out so well for them. Uh, and so they kind of had to shut down that project, and they made the power battery because. Things are like you know the robots, they're robots, so they, they became self-aware. They can't well, they can't think like people. They just like they can't reason out like shades of gray and stuff like that. And I think they went on a control or something. I don't really remember the exact thing. That sounds but familiar. So it's like it, is it, from the red point of view, it was evil, but from their point of view, it was just a mistake. Yeah, like from their point of view, it was robots going out of control. From their point of view, it was uh, they're killing everybody around here. So we have to all, get all this does. Is heightened my awareness of why I'm the only one scared that series making robots to kill us all. I mean, <laughs> anybody? I mean, come on. This is the beginning of iRobot. Yeah. Sorry. This is the beginning of the fucking Terminator. What? 
It is kind of. But they um, but yeah, and so that's kind of what happened. They made the green power battery, and then the green lanterns and whatever. So there was that, and that was just pretty cool. That whole like temple of Atrocitus thing, and where they go like worship him and shit. I, was, I like that little worm guy. The little, yeah, the little worm guy, and then like uh, I liked when uh, I felt bad when Edie got destroyed. Yeah. Like just or, Razor was cool. I was I was sitting there the whole time hoping that he was going to steal Atrocitus' little battery, and then he did. So it made me happy. Just because now he can recharge his ring whenever he needs to, so we don't have to worry about like, oh no, he's gonna run out of juice. Yeah, I, I figured now that they were there, that he was gonna get one somehow. I I, I like that he took a tro- uh, whatever his name is Atrocitus. Is. Yeah, that was. That was just like funny to me, but uh, so I'm glad about that. That's so that's cool. But um, but yeah, it's 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 coming along really good. I think it's a really good show. It it really, it really is. And then and then I found out from from this week's episodes that uh, Razor is voiced by Kid Flash from Young Justice. Oh really? Yeah. He was the mole. I knew it. <laughs> He's secretly Roy. Or the Molinator. <laughs> See if anyone gets that reference. Molly, uh, Molly, Molly. <laughs> oh, that's that's familiar. Santa Claus too. Santa Claus too. The tooth yeah. fairy changed his name to the Molinator. Yeah. And I was I was talking about people out there. I figured you would say I asked you all if you'd seen Santa Claus too. <laughs> I was telling it to Brian because I don't think oh. Brian got. Brian's like, uh, I'm sure. Brian's like, fun. I don't watch movies. <laughs> Those are in English. I don't watch that. Um, so, well, speaking of Young Justice, should we segue into that or anything left to say uh, about it? I think that was it for Green Lantern. I mean, just yeah, I we keep really saying every week about how we're, we're leading up to a team up of colors because the Star Sapphire and then St. Walker eventually being a Blue Lantern. We got our rainbow team of justice. Double rainbow of justice, excuse me. Uh, Double rainbow of justice. It's got its own jingle. It's made it. Ah. <laughs> Well, it was half double rainbow song. Just a smooth of justice. So, so young, young justice was also awesome. Particularly so, awesome. Like I've never even heard that, of Icon before. Me either. I was wondering. I I didn't know Dyke Bitch or Icon. But apparently, I looked them up. They were created by Dwayne McDuffie. Oh, they're awesome now. Okay. <laughs> That's actually that was basically my reaction fact. Uh, well, I, like, I thought it was a really awkward time to introduce her and him. Not him because he's not really important because he's just like hey, I'm the Justice League, but her. Um, just, hey, I'm part of the I team. See, yeah, they're actually they're expanding the team more later on. Like I saw on the Wikipedia that like in season two they're bringing in Blue Beetle and Beast. Like, to There's somebody else. I, f- I don't mind that they're doing it, but I just felt they should have waited until season two. Like it seems awkward to introduce her like at the climax. Of- any interpersonal things going on. Like, she's just sitting there like, I don't know what's going on, but I'm going to fly around and tackle people. <laughs> yeah. Although, she has pretty cool power. She can control kinetic energy from what I looked up. Energy! Okay. That's my reference. Uh, let's but, see. Uh, They're bringing... Oh, Blue Beetle and Lagoon Boy are coming in in the second season. Who? I know Blue I know Beetle, Beetle, but... Is. Lagoon Boy? What a lame-ass power. Is he that villain from the beginning of Kim Possible? Lagoon Boy first appeared... Lagoon Boy first appeared in Aquaman Volume 5, number 50, in December of 1998. He 
basically you really didn't flash. <laughs> he has superhuman strength and control of sea creatures. So basically, he's kind of like Aqualad, but different than Aqualad. Like, is oh. Lagoon Boy related to Aquaman? Or well, yeah, he, yeah. He he's he works with. Uh, is, I mean, is like a kid or <laughs> kid. <laughs> he's Aquaman's kid. Or? Sidekick. It says he was. He appears in the Young Justice episode Downtime. Okay. Oh, was was he Aqualad's bro? I, th- I guess so. I didn't see that episode. Well, what's Lagoon Boy's name? Lagoon, Lagoon Boy. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. I'm sorry. Uh, let me see. Hold on. Let me go back to it. Lagoon Boy is... It's really uh, is it going to tell me? <laughs> it doesn't tell me his name. It says Lagoon Boy. <laughs> I told you. Tell me to shut up. <laughs> Doesn't get a name. They're not. They're not um, giving me an actual. I listen. Look, I don't have an identity form. I just have Lagoon Boy. Okay. <laughs> told you. Scold <laughs> me. But I could probably go to the Young Justice like wiki thing and find more information. But in any case, um. So, but then we had the whole thing with the mole and was, everybody revealing their secrets. I was really pissed about the whole. I have a mole. funny story. Okay. No one's heard except you guys already. I was just gonna say that I didn't hear anything. Fuck you. Kiefer commented that he knew who the mole was. It was literally a day before the episode aired. And I immediately looked it up, like spoilers, and it said the mole's Roy. And I had no idea who the fuck Roy was, and nobody would reference his name directly. They just kept calling him Roy. Finally, stumbled upon the information that he's Thomas H. Norstein. I don't know why they didn't just call him by name, Thomas H. Norstein. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> well, when when I saw Kiefer, the same thing you saw with Kiefer said, that's how I knew immediately that it was no one we'd said already. <laughs> Didn't we make a joke last time that it was going to be Red Arrow? I thought we said that it was going to be Red Arrow, but and we were like, it would be Red Arrow. <laughs> <laughs> no, but what we said was that it would be like Red Arrow being like, "Haha, lols, there is no mole. I was just trolling you guys." Oh. Okay. I remember there was the words Red Arrow, Thomas H. Norstein, and then laughing. <laughs> <laughs> but that's every episode, so it was really hard. Uh, um, well, when you have a name like Thomas H. Norstein, it's kind of hard not to laugh after you say it. Come on, realize. Realize what? You're a mole? <laughs> um, I think it was a poor choice. Considering he was the only person that wasn't a member of either team, he was just rogue. <laughs> and I thought it was funny because like, he's going, sitting here going around and actually I should have seen it coming the fact that he was overplaying they overplayed him like running around going you're the mole you're the mole no you're the mole you're the fucking mole like, he's, <laughs> like, like he it, was just going off on everyone it pissed me off that he was the mole and didn't know he was the mole like I was expecting the mole to actually like know he's the mole and be doing it out of his own free will like on the show what? The mole knows he's the mole. That's oh, right, 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 right. right. Oh, yeah, okay, the celebrity mole. Got it. Yeah. Like, it, it just, it makes so much more sense to me than to be like, oh, you were the mole and you didn't even know you were the mole. Ha <laughs> ha, sucks to be you, kid. Because you got one of those nano chips from Ben 10 in you. <laughs> um, And also, it didn't make sense because this whole storyline with the mole played out when he was off screen for many episodes. 
and they always made it seem like it would be someone from the team, so it would have been much more shocking if it was someone like Flash that didn't even have a mole storyline. Like, he wasn't on the team. Yeah. How did he get information? Exactly, and shenanigans on the part where right after he joined the Justice League, that uh, the Young Justice team intercepted that, that uh, signal, and did, the Justice League had no knowledge of it. So how would he report the uh, uh, snitch on them for an ambush if the Justice League had no knowledge of it? Shenanigans! Brand it, fucker. It's, make, it's a poor choice for a mole. They're going for shock value, but with no support for it. <laughs> well, I'm mad. I Einstein is a good man. <laughs> I really liked insane. when you see, okay, Superboy is like, alright, this is my secret, and then, um, who was next? Artemis? Yeah, Artemis was next. Yeah, oh, yeah, Artemis was okay, like, okay, nice. here's my secret, here's my family, and then, um, Wally, you know, yeah, Wally's standing there next to her and is like, alright, so who's gonna be next? And then um, Megan steps forward and is like, I am. He's like, whoa, I was totally joking. <laughs> I, <laughs> I did not know you were gonna, oh, damn, I didn't, oh, God, I screwed and, up. And then Superboy's <laughs> like, I've known about your white Martian uh, form since we mindfucked three weeks ago. Don't you remember that? <laughs> God. <laughs> Some hot mind sex. And then she's like, oh, damn. I've been worried all this time for nothing. Lols. Uh, Plus, you gotta make you look pretty badass. <laughs> then, she, then she beat up the Mona. Um, I'm no. glad all that stuff came out and it didn't stretch out forever. Yeah. Like, I yeah. thought that we were gonna stretch I'm out forever. I'm glad that, I mean, we're gonna have the finale and then season two is gonna pretty much open with no one's hiding shit and. <laughs> Including their kids. Yeah. Yeah. I, <laughs> or their wives. Yeah. <laughs> or their husbands. Because they're raving everybody at you. I like what that incident? fight. God damn it. <laughs> I like that fight with Sportsmaster and Cheshire and Artemis. and they like When Ch- Artemis kicked her dad in the face. Yes. It's like reverse child abuse. <laughs> Parent abuse. Awesome. Uh, uh, but uh, there was, was when the Riddler was, he was weird. This he Riddler fuck- scares me. Like <laughs> He's all like, like not old. Not Jim Carrey. <laughs> I know, right? Um, I uh. Should just always be Jim Carrey. The next episode looks really good because all the the people are going to be fighting their superhero counterparts. That should be fun. Yeah, I I, I liked that. Um, that, that that definitely seemed really good. What was the thing for the next Green Lantern? I don't remember. <laughs> They're on a planet finding another person again. I think. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> The previews always make them look really generic, like that jousting one I thought was going to be stupid, but it ended up being Yeah. Because it's just like, next time on DC Nation, and then there's no, like, this happens and this happens. They just show a few clips and then leave. I'm like, <laughs> no, time for another super-duper psychotic short. I'm like, fast forward. <laughs> I skipped those two. You see the one so like Green Lantern was like a Care Bear? Even the Teen Titans ones are like, we have big heads and we're going to eat cookies. I'm like, yawn. I'm going to get through this. Green Care Bear. Like, I liked his, the little, like, slogan thing. That was kind of funny. How they changed oh, yeah. it to... His Green Lantern oath as a Care Bear. You get the Care Bear stare. Like, get it over with so I can go watch a wake. But, what was... I'm trying to... Uh, there's something... I know something else I wanted to say about all this, but... Uh, I, I did like that entire thing, and then, like... Just... Now everyone's like all under mind control and shit and Vandal Savage is behind it. I didn't see that coming. Like that Vandal Savage is gonna come in involved, but I guess it made sense given that here's a few episodes ago 
fighting up on Kid Flash. He, he keeps showing up. Vandal Savage is a douchebag. Just yeah. saying. And he's immortal, which makes it even worse. Just stick him in the mud like they stuck everyone else. And just leave him there. <laughs> Mud's everyone's enemy. I know, right? Eaten by wild boars. <laughs> uh, wild boars. Um, it's a boar. Dawson boar probably show. didn't watch Transformers. Oh, yeah, no, you I did. did. And it was the clip show. <laughs> yeah, because I commented on how I finally got cut up perfectly because the new episode was up on the day of the new one, and I was like, hey, I can watch it live because I'm home today, and then it was a clip show. I was like, <laughs> give me a roll call because this is a clip show. He's like, all right. Just don't notice I'm, my beer, Billy. I'm glad it wasn't like super generic clip show. All right, all like, right, it, all right. It actually like answered some questions, like yeah. how that, how Fowler can fly a jet with no suit, <laughs> <laughs> no and masks, like, no anything. He just flies. Yeah, and it wasn't like generically set up where it pretty much takes you through the whole plot or anything. Mm-hmm. Like it and told it, you everything like you needed to remember. No. Yeah, refresh my memory too. Um. Especially since, like, I watched season one in a weird order, so. Um, and I like his, his, like, explanation of trying to cover for the kids being a part of the operation. <laughs> They're intelligent civilians. Oh, <laughs> uh, that was pretty funny. And then Optimus comes in like, Got any more questions, bitch? <laughs> uh, that was really funny. It's like, the journalist wants to know how you're doing. I'm doing fine, General. How are you? Um... <laughs> Good soldier. Uh, well. That was a good time. And poor break. I was dead, and I'm still grieving. Still grieving. Yes. Casey. I like how it took him this long, and in a clip show, to reveal like Silas's background. Uh huh. I mean, we kind of knew about it already because uh, in the the new entertainment pack that's out in Asia. Uh-huh. Uh, it says Silas's name on it. Yeah. But, <laughs> but in terms of like actually saying it in the show, it's taken this long to actually get some sort of word on who the hell Silas was. It's just like how it's taken so long for Bulk and Spike to talk to anyone else. Yeah. Or be in the same country as them. It still wasn't a bad episode. But I should be able to keep up with it now. Try to remember it exists at 6.30. 6.30 here. I don't know about the other universes. I'm not next <laughs> um, do you th- oh, I'm interested because I don't remember we talked about it. I think you just summarized it last time, but do you think that the the Met guy is going to be transferred into a Nemesis Prime's body or a new body? Uh, Silas? Cause they, yeah, because they, they have. Silas? They- the rumor going around is that Silas is going to get put in a breakdown's body. Oh. Because I was like, when the episode ended, my first thought was, oh, he's going to be Nemesis Prime. And then I was like, well... And then in that, the clip show, he's like, we have custody of Optimus. How is he not dead? Because yeah. he dead. We have his, his body. I'm like, it's tinted! God damn it, don't you know color tones? Anyway. <laughs> but, so I was wondering about that. Yeah, supposedly he's going to get yeah. put into Breakdown's body, because they have that one. Well, that's Sucks. interesting. Except how, how dare he take John Casey's body. I'd much rather him be Nemesis Prime. Sad face. Or like a totally new type deal. I don't know. But it's... There's some, a screenshot of the Thundercats game and it says... Lino's talking and he says, Groon, that bastard! <laughs> uh, so edgy. 
<laughs> Edgy. <laughs> so on. Wait, is this over already? So, yes, it is. Um, Spider-Man. 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 Oh. So this week's episode was actually pretty good, I thought. Although we might be soon on a strike to not watch the show because of what happens to the next show we'll talk about. That's to go into in about two minutes. Um, yeah. It was, I, it was cool to see Venom, but... I thought it was interesting how they handled him because I was like, how are they doing this? Where's Eddie Brock? He has to be like, I want you to kill Peter Parker. And then, no. Anyway. Um, I thought it was interesting <laughs> how they handled him and uh, seeing all the different Venom versions of all the team. Yeah. And uh, I guess, because he asked Doc Ock to create a new Venom and then there's that extra piece, so I'm assuming one of them's going to be Carnage. Yeah, probably the new one's going to be Carnage. I'm actually thinking that the small one will be Carnage because Carnage is made from a small piece that came off of Venom. Oh, okay. Well, I'm not so too. I mean, I could be. So. I could be wrong. No, it, it makes the most sense given the background. So. I, I know that Brian is a small piece of gay that came off of Dawson. <laughs> I mean, they could be. Hey. Anyway, <laughs> I think you go totally original and use another symbiote. But, yeah, just uh, a new one. But I'm hoping it'll set up for Carnage because he did make it in Spectacular Spider-Man. Seven's rolling around again in the head. <laughs> <laughs> but it was still pretty uh, interesting setup. <sighs> and I like the idea that instead of Venom being a random alien, like just uh, God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> oh, smack you! Uh, anyway, I like the idea of him being like this sort of like uh, way to replicate Spider-Man's powers on a suit. Right. Well, that was interesting. Yeah. I enjoyed it. I mean, I didn't hate it, but like going off what little I've seen of Spectacular Spider-Man, like it's just such a bummer that a show like that got canceled for this. Oh, I know. Spectacular Spider-Man was so good. It was spectacular. Yes, it was spectacular. I love the theme song, man. I'm all mad that my main Spectacular Spider-Man figure got chewed up by my dog. <laughs> <laughs> so I disciplined her by picking her up and hugging her because she's so damn cute. You have a dog problem. <laughs> well, look at her face. Anyway. <laughs> no, no, no. Undo. Ooh, your mother? First They only have four now, and everyone else doesn't matter, because they're just, like, support. They're butlers. Right. They don't have Rick James. <laughs> Rick James, greatest Avenger ever. <laughs> All right, so the Avengers. The good show. So, what was this episode? I'm trying to remember. It was something uh, where Sinestro... What is his name? Not Sinestro. <laughs> <laughs> Silas. No, that's Transformers. Seepro. <laughs> Simo? Simos. Zemo, rather. It's the guy from the Planet of the Apes. Yeah, Simos. <laughs> no. Um, he wanted protection from the lady. Asgardia. What's her name? That's, that's the name of the place. <laughs> the lady. I forget. Uh, Mora. Mora. Yeah, that, yeah, that's right. Um, Idiot. I, I, I was thinking about that. I was like, did they forget that he put that collar on her? Because then all of a sudden... It was all about Loki all the time in the last two episodes. Like, she just kind of disappeared. I forgot about the collar. <laughs> that was gone anyway, so it like, doesn't really matter. When that happened at the end of that episode, I thought that uh, when we came back, like, he was going to be controlling her and have some sort of a, like, a power struggle between him and Loki somehow. I don't know. Yeah, but... He just know. dropped the ball on it. And we got to see evil Captain America be all evil. So, like, you don't even know who I am. I removed my wings, and now I'm green. <laughs> Captain America were evil, wouldn't that make him Captain Russia? And then he'd be communist. Oh, I don't 
working for green people. I don't know where they come from. Um, Better dead than red, I always say. And I like when Hulk beat up the abomination. <laughs> like, Hulk, that's enough. Punch him to the ground. No, that's enough. And, oh yeah, and then, and, uh, who was it? Was it Hawkeye? And who was it? The same Pinkie Pie? That guy, you know, like the pink robot that I always forget his name. Um, I don't remember Hawk- his name either. <laughs> I don't remember who else saved him. It was Haw- I remember Hawkeye helped. I don't remember. Black Panther. I mean, they can't get rid of him. I mean, how else am I going to work in my sleep time when he gets backstory? I mean, <laughs> but. So, as good as the episode was, word on the street, the street. is that um, that they're going to cancel this after season two in favor of rebooting a new Avengers cartoon in the same continuity and style as Ultimate Spider-Man. In which Hell case, no. if that happens, I'm literally done. <laughs> Brian just quitting life. Like just I just got up. into the whole comic cartoons thing, and I'm gonna leave and just go strictly <laughs> over to DC and hang out because I like them better <laughs> yep. in the first place. But <laughs> like, I love Avengers. Like it's like pretty much the perfect kind of superhero cartoon. It's got you done. <laughs> I'm trying to get comfortable while listening to people talk. It's got overarching story <laughs> plots, it's got good characters, it's got a wide cast of characters, and it's just entertaining to watch, and it's just disappointing that a show that good could get cancelled in favor of something I just don't find as appealing, like Ultimate Spider-Man. Yeah, especially if they make it with those stupid like comedic elements. Because exactly. right now it's fine because it's a nice balance because it's your, you have like the more comedic Ultimate Spider-Man and then you have the regular Avengers. So it balances each other out so it's not one hour of poop. <laughs> and like that, that guy Jeff Loeb or Loeb or... Loeb. Jeff Loeb. Yeah, Loeb. <laughs> I, don't, I didn't even know what that conversation was about. I just I sat down. Apparently he doesn't like... Kevin, stop breathing. Wind tunnels. Stop <laughs> <laughs> Quote of the day. Kevin, stop breathing. Cool. Hurry before it happens again. Like, apparently he doesn't like overarching stories. He just likes episodic things all the time with an independent 22-minute story that doesn't involve anything else ever. Uh. And he's like, oh, TV sucks if it's overarching stories because then if people... If pe- his his idea behind it is if people don't watch it all the time or if they miss a couple episodes then they'll just drop it all together because they can't catch up or something. See, there are shows like that, like Fringe, which is really complicated. But I get into shows when I watch an episode and I'm interested in the overarching story. That okay, I'll admit it. That's what draws me in too. Like, if I see a show that's a couple episodes in randomly somehow, like I leave the TV on, I start watching it and then I go. Hmm. This is kind of interesting. I wonder how it got to this point. And then, if I'm really interested, I'll go back and I'll watch the show from the beginning. Like, I understand his thought behind people don't have that much time. But, I mean, first of all, like, this is a kid's show. Kids have a lot of time on their hands. Not to mention for everyone else, there's about a thousand different ways to get your hands on it. Exactly. I mean, the first season was on Netflix. I blazed through that in, like, two weeks. And... They have volume DVDs for eleven dollars, and you get a free Avengers ticket, which I almost did, but then I was like, "Nah, <laughs> nah, I'll just pay for the ticket." <laughs> but, um, 
it just bothers me because those overarching stories, like when there's major story arcs going on, even if they're episodic episodes, like some of the Avenger ones are, it's always contributing to the overall storyline of that season or that half season or whatever. And that just keeps me watching the show. When you throw in a show that's just episode, 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 it bores me to death. And that was the problem I had with Bo Kenshire. <laughs> like, I just, I can't really do episodic shows. It just doesn't work for me. And to know that that's what this guy thrives off of just sort of pisses me off. But Like, what pisses me off is that, uh, that... Avengers has been established for over a year and they've been developing or decided to do their Ultimate Spider-Man show or a new Spider-Man show a long time ago. They could have made this fit this this continuity. Right. Instead of the other way around, you make it fit the established show, not the other way around. That's stupid. It wouldn't even have been that hard to fit Ultimate Spider-Man in the continuity of Avengers, but still keep the goofy animated style and the weird Lizzie McGuire things. <laughs> like, it, just, it wouldn't have been that difficult. You just change Nick Fury into Samuel L. Jackson Fury and color him the same, give him the same voice actor, and bam! you exactly. got continuity. Because then in Avengers, you just be like, I just got a haircut. That's all. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I did that, that great thing that got done to me at the beginning of the show. It was kind of annoying, so I just got a haircut. Um, yeah, it really pisses me off. I hope it doesn't happen. I'm hoping. I kind of expect it to, honestly. I was, uh, I was, I was kind of, I had that feeling too, just because they're going for a fresh start, I guess. That and everything I like gets canceled, so. Yeah, that's true. As soon as you got into Chuck, Brian, damn it! No, I'm kidding. Yeah. Chuck was always in danger. Yeah. That's a good example. That's how I got into Chuck and Prison Break. I came in during the middle of it, and I'm like, oh, I'm curious about this plot. If I pop into an episodic show, I most likely won't come back to it. If it was shitty, I don't know. Bottom line is. I don't know. <laughs> I had a funny joke then and died. <laughs> Bottom line is, they have to keep it with Mighty Heroes. They can just go suck it. Yeah. Or they can just do the same thing over at DC Nation and, like I said, cancel Young Justice and do it in the animated style of Green Lantern. Everyone can have, like, you know, unrealistically tiny waists that are disproportionate to your chest. <laughs> and Kevin just breathe into the microphone. <laughs> Sounds like his nose is just filled with tons of wind. <laughs> Yep. Love wind. Love lots and lots of wind. Yay. Because <laughs> now it's time for the Twitter, Twitter questions of the week. Yeah, yeah. Jazz hands. Okay, I wasn't doing jazz hands that time, but I was thinking about doing it. Cool. Cool. <clears throat> so our first question is brought to you by Hyper1270. No. Um... If you had the opportunity to meet any person, alive or dead, who would it be? Myself. Uh, Morgan Guillermo Grimes? <laughs> Just because of his name? Um, Zachary Levi. Brian Dagley? Oh. <laughs> the fake Brian, not the real one. The fake one. <laughs> the fake one. <laughs> I want to know who you are, sir, to impersonate our friend. And then we'd lay the beat down. Ultimate beat down. <laughs> um... VZ17 What will it be of your lives if a zombie apocalypse occurs besides not buying toys anymore? Well, I'd probably be dead. That's a start. (laughs) 
Um, I'd probably go live on Herschel's farm until it burned down. And then that's another Walking Dead reference, just for Brian's future reference. Um, I don't know. I'd probably do some sort of version of Zombieland. I'd still buy toys. <laughs> I'd, I'd uh, loot toys from stores <laughs> and carry them in my car, just kind of drive around, maybe shack up in Bill Murray's house. I don't know. Just do some Zombieland. Yeah, do a variation of Zombieland and Shaun of the Dead. Maybe go down to the Winchester and have a <laughs> Probably do that. Yeah, I'd, I'd be dead somewhere. It'd be fun. <laughs> I'm the only one that has plans. Uh, uh, nah, I I just didn't care enough to make plans. I just figure if a zombie apocalypse comes, I'll just uh, hide somewhere in a corner and wait slowly to die. Such uplifting words. Yeah. <laughs> so, Fi's Daniel's questions are all related to super robot time. Um, it's Super brought to you by Buster Mustard. I see what you did there. <laughs> it's time for a special mustard. Hashtag Dejan. <laughs> oh, that's great. Uh, what's your favorite uh, ultimate slash final combination for Super Sentai Mecha? Oh, that's a time. Um, I'm running through my head. I'm doing it by Power Ranger season. G12, just because it's huge in engines <laughs> um this is it's not really an ultimate um combination it's like the one right before but I always like Gorai Senpujin I like how uh, people in Kevin's background are like doing carpentry <laughs> <laughs> nope that's a sleeping dog she thinks she's running yes yes my dog does carpentry in her sleep that's amazing talent um <laughs> oh, that's awesome Die robot. There we go. Um, let's see. Who do? Who do? Who do I, oh, um, <laughs> the the Thunder Ultra Zord. It just falls on people. <laughs> just drop its massive girth on you and kills you. I just uh-huh. always found that enjoyable for some reason. Uh, I just like the fact that you had to use the word girth. Massive girth. Don't forget the Mass. massive. Part. That's uh, sounds like me anyway. <laughs> Except not me. Uh, Part of Amron. Have you guys ever seen or heard of Dan nope. Koga, oh. Dan Koga Nova, or Gravion? No, no, and no. I've heard of Koga, uh, the gym leader. <laughs> That's all included in this scenario. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm scared. I'm going to go hide in the corner. Thank you. Bye-bye. Did you ever watch or heard of Zeta Gundam and the Zeta Gundam, a new translation movie trilogy? <sighs> heard, yes. Seen, no, because I've already established what Gundams I've seen. <laughs> Where's Bash? There is. Uh, <laughs> extra one. What is your favorite number monster from the Zexal anime? Um... I have to go with a generic answer and say Utopia. <laughs> Utopia. Uh, yeah. Well, the other ones kind of suck, and they don't get used enough to be like, oh, Zong, I like, I like Terabyte. Like, I mean, Leviathan's Dragon's kind of cool, but yeah. I still like Utopia the best. Um, I'm trying to think, but is there anyone else that was anyone even halfway decent? They were all weird. Like, because they were all yeah. 3D. I think it's probably Utopia, just because I just think he looks cool and he has that cool sword. 
And because he used him when he said he wouldn't, and then he did. I know that. That was brave. That made me excited. Okay. Uh, what they said. So, <laughs> uh, what is what is your favorite Sentai robot finisher? Oh, fuck. A Keeper um, Ranger? When it happens? <laughs> hmm. Oh, Sentai robot. These require thought. I know. I don't... I'm already not liking this question. I have to think about it. Hold on. Um. The the samurai how one where they have all the symbols and they go. That's pretty cool. I do like that. Um. Same thing with uh, G12 and all the the engine souls appear and then like just little projectile engines and stuff shoot oh, out. Yeah. Decker Ranger where the SWAT robo just flies it into the air and shoots it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just picks the fucker up and turns into a gun and shoots him. Okay. I also like the Magic uh, Ranger ones just because there's a bunch of cool different variations. Yeah, that's pretty fun. <laughs> oh my god, they must have listened to the podcast. What? what? <laughs> Ubisoft purchases blah.com. <laughs> 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 oh lord uh, oh lord <laughs> so um King UB Neo he finally told me how to pronounce it um okay if you can choose any five people to be in a squad to fight against evil who are they against Waddle's policies sorry myself the five go four- <laughs> yeah myself, there we go that's a good and answer and then four copies of myself uh uh <laughs> Chuck Bartowski, Sarah Walker, John Casey, Morgan Grimes, and I don't know, General Beckman, because she has a bazooka. <laughs> Just to round out Team Bartowski. Um, favorite Ben 10 alien, Skylander, Pokemon, Rider, Ranger? The easiest way out is to just say Tommy. Okay, Tommy for everyone. Jason? Uh, I'm going with green. <laughs> um, okay, favorite Ben 10 alien? Um... Heat Blast because Steve Blum. Uh, <laughs> Skylander, Drobot because Dragon Robot. Um, Pokemon, Munchlax because fuck yeah, Munchlax. Also, Scray! Uh, Rider, uh. Um, Double, Ranger. Tommy! <laughs> Tommy! Billy! RJ! Who's your favorite Ramble? Uh, this Us. one. <laughs> um, my turn. Sure. Or is that is that all the options? Okay, I'm just making sure you were done. Okay, what was it? First, Benton Alien. Yeah. Okay, Diamond Head because Diamond Head's powers are awesome. Um, what's next? Pokemon. Uh, Skylander. Oh, Skylander Prison Break because he's like Diamond Head, and his <laughs> name rhymes with Prison Break. Um, Pokemon Totodile slash for Alligator. That whole line. Um, what was next? Rider. Ryder, uh, Otoya, and Ranger, RJ. My turn? Yeah. Yup. Alright, this is a very easy answer. That's a good... Ultimate Spider-Monkey, because <laughs> it turned awesome into a racist, and was included in Ghost Sager. <laughs> then, uh... Favorite Skylander? The one that fell out of the sky and hit Cat in the head. 
<laughs> that was a giraffe. That was a giraffe. stuffed giraffe. That wasn't. <laughs> He's in the next wave. That's what I heard. Uh, He's, in Gaines. <laughs> He's in Gaines. He's in Gaines. He's a giant giraffe skylander. It's a giant flying giraffe. Um, what was the next part? Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Pokemon. Oh no! Don't start it, please. Uh, it's a battle, win or lose. Um. Anything in the EV line is my and Cyndaquil. Uh, those those guys are hard. Um, and then we said uh, Rider. Yes. Uh, who's my favorite Rider? Um. Hmm. Ranger would be Tommy and RJ. Because Tommy and RJ Hart. Who's my favorite writer? I don't know. Oh, Joe. V1 system. Well, uh, I, <laughs> I, I should say Forza just to piss off to Awesome. <laughs> but <laughs> just to make his head explode. Um, But let's see. I don't want to take the easier route. Go, oh, double. Derp, 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 derp. Uh, uh, I called you out, Brian. Just kidding. Uh, the any of the main riders in Hibiki, just because they were so cool. I mean, Ibuki had his motorcycle. Todoroki had that like just his guitar riff when he gets done killing things. Like I have to rock out. Zanki is Kenji, and then Hibiki is Hibiki. I mean, come on. How do you not love Hibiki? I love those guys. And you said something about Dawson forgetting the ending to Beetleborg, because I don't understand. But, um, so apparently there's this hypothetical situation in which there's a Figuarts G3 mild inside of my body. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Or he ate it because he thought it was going to be mild. (laughs) And it's directed at Kevin, so he either has to kill me to get it, or he'll get killed by Dawson, because I think Dawson wants it too. I don't, I don't know why... This is violent. I don't like this situation. <laughs> when I read this, I thought that he got confused that Kevin was the one that is is pining after G three Mild. I, I don't know. I'm. I don't understand the question. Please don't kill me. Let's move on. Please <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't kill me. So next we have Nikozu wanting our opinions on this picture of Hiromu as a girl. Uh, same thing applies to Alata as a girl. Hashtag what the fuck. See previous podcast. Uh, yeah. Since Zikun Aoi is getting an, uh, a manga, would you like to watch an uh, anime adaption of the manga? I probably would just because it's related to Akiba Ranger. <laughs> That's my sole um, reasoning. I'll say that, sure. Uh... Shuki, did you know the Bleach anime ended, but the manga is still going? Yes, I don't read it or watch it anymore, but I still kind of keep up with the news because Twitter talks about it. <laughs> Twitter, Twitter whispers me at night. Uh, here's Fies Daniel again. It says, "Have you heard or seen of King of Braves Gao Gaigar? Heard of yes because of the Super Robot Joker configures. That's Gao Gaigar sounds like a third evolution for Gliger. <laughs> Uh, and here's sound out with another hypothetical question. Mattel buys Bandai of Japan. 
How fast do you think they could screw it all up? Incredibly fast. They continue making minutes. figures on the quality of DC Universe classics. We're fucked. And SIC Kiwami becomes standard 4-inch Mattel figures, so they have no joints whatsoever. And they become anorexic like Superboy? <laughs> uh, would you keep buying Kamen Rider toys? Is that enough detail for you, Lulz? Solely for the reviews. If they pulled in enough, otherwise it's Ben 10 all the way. I would, I would stop. Because... <laughs> I own three DC Universe classics, and they bother the piss out of me. Um, and every time I look at the Young Justice toys, I like get filled with rage because they don't move. <laughs> and that's because they're anorexic. If they move, they'll snap because they're just so brittle. And I look at Kiwami Hibiki Kurenai, and I'm like, you, You're sir, pretty. are awesome. And if he met that fate, I would be sad. I'll probably cry and then commit honorable suicide in the corner. Cool. Um, Make it happen, please. Thank you. <laughs> Nikozu asks, um, are you guys watching Excel World or Zetman? If not, watch it. No, don't tell me what to do, bitch. <laughs> Excel Gore? No, that was... We already watched that. We talked about that like last segment. <laughs> um, I've heard of both of them. I have no idea what they're about, but all I hear is Twitter keep talking about Excel Worlds. I'm like, what? I don't want anything to do with Axel. <laughs> Axel no Sekai? Oh, God. Or Axel no Death Trap. Um, Genix. Genix! Genix. <laughs> says, would you want characters as Chia Pets where you grow their hair out? Why not? <laughs> Wait, would I want characters, or which characters would I want? It says, would you want characters as Chia Pets? It doesn't oh, want... sure. I'd love a Chuck Bartowski that has, like, customizable hair length for various <laughs> seasons. Uh, I would like a little Chia Pet of uh, Adam Baldwin who could grow into a giant afro. That'd be awesome. That would be awesome. Nathan Fillion? Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, are you looking forward to Black and White 2? What do you think you will get? That's a stupid question. Hells yes, and I think I'll get black and white too. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be getting white too since I have white here. I'm getting both because that's how I roll. I'm going to get both so I can play one and keep it and then start the other one endlessly. Okay. If he's going to get two so that he can beat one and then he can wait a while and then play the second one and then finish that one before I finish both of mine. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, I just hatched it. This isn't a... I just realized this isn't a... These aren't really podcast questions, but I'm treating them as I such. just hatched something. <laughs> I, just I just hatched, hatched a Pichu and named it after Kevin. I named it Lil' Kevin. Do I win? <laughs> yes. Nope. Mine wins the mask that's named after Kevin. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that was during the dark days. <laughs> Before the Empire? <laughs> yes. Uh, um, then Kiefer throws out five billion tweets at us. Um, God damn tweet it, longer, man. my friend. Use it. <laughs> uh, given that you regularly enjoy the comedic genius of Dan Schneider, what are your top ten favorite sketches or moments from all of the shows that he's worked on? I'm just going to copy Dawson's answers. So, Okay, I, don't, I didn't like write a list. I'm just going to kind of randomly list off ones that I can remember. Um, the Drake and Josh scene where they're pretending to be aliens and he, go, he goes, oh, Z... <laughs> We frequently reference that one. Um, oh, no way, you do? I would never have noticed. 
anything that uh, Zigfi did in Merry Christmas, Drake and Josh. <laughs> um, the scene where Spencer rubs butter on his face and he's like, what's up with these antics? Not only because it's hilarious, but because I love self-references to the show's fans about complaining about Spencer's B-plots. And for that matter, just a lot of I start a fan more. <laughs> um, anything Gibby does, in particularly uh, the uh, I Psycho, the fight scene with Nora Dershlet. Um, let me see what else. I know there's been some funny Victorious moments. I like the uh, Victorious one where they reference Drake and Josh. They're all telling uh, different versions of this story that happened, and Cats was just a summary for that episode of Drake and Josh where they were basically doing that sushi thing from I Love Lucy. That was funny. That was fun. That was fun. But yeah, there's so many of them. I don't know, it's hard to think of a list. Most of them come from Drake and Josh, I Carly and Victorious. I couldn't really think of any from Keenan and Keller or uh, the other one. All that. Or the Amanda show. Just so long ago. But yeah. Oh, and anything with Tebow when he says, You want the truth? <laughs> uh, that's all. Okay. <laughs> Brian, that's what you just said. That's what he said. No, no, that's yeah. what he said. Damn it, sorry. I got distracted by game. Yeah. <laughs> what he said. It was just like the Ghost Sager days, remember? <laughs> sorry, I didn't mean to. Anywho, um, what do you got next? I got sidetracked. Oh, uh, now that you've most likely witnessed the splendor of the big green DVZ dough, what are your thoughts? Was I the only one that watched it? I was gonna watch that, and then I, I just carried on living my life. Oh my god, you need to watch it so hard. <laughs> oh god, I didn't watch it. I don't know that sounded creepy. I didn't watch I it. No, nope. it so hard, <laughs> so funny. I can't uh, believe that's actually like a actual thing like but I I thought it was hysterical but and I would like to see more of this please um bum, 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 bum. now it's my turn to think of a wacky situation to put you guys in Fuck oh god <laughs> you're captured by Mojo Jojo Viper from Sergeant Frog the State Puffed Marshmallow Man Broodwing Fawful Doctor Pyranoid, Red Guy from Cow and Chicken, The Milkman from all that, Buff Tannen, or Biff rather. Sorry. Buff Tannen? <laughs> He's That's buff his too. name in the <laughs> Secret Back to Future 4 plot. <laughs> Mario and Negaduck. If you're wondering how those villains got together and why they have a beef with you, a wizard did it. It's against Waddle's policies though. <laughs> you're brought to their secret lair and robots are put in your place so no one knows that you're missing. And then there's a wind tunnel. The villains then chain you to a machine that begins slowly lowering you into a pit of lava. Don't worry, Tommy will save us. You'll be melted in exactly 40 minutes. TJ will save us. Oh, wait, that was different. (laughs) With so much time to spare, you're able to free one of your trio by bumping his chain link into a nearby construction laser, causing him to fall to the ground behind the vat. Laser. This also causes the villains to think that he fell in. After falling to the ground, he has three options to save the other two. Option one, he could use the convenient interdimensional teleporter in the room to bring one organic, non-superpowered being on Earth to the base to help. Its range is limited and it can't handle a large energy transfer. And not G, so we can't bring energy in. 
That you could ambush one of the villains and steal a weapon from their arsenal to use against the others. It can be any weapon that they've ever used. Or three, he could find some way to turn the villains against one another long enough to free the other two. Note, if you choose this option, you'll have to be specific about how you plan on doing it. However, he could also choose to leave his friends for dead and risk getting caught by the villains as he makes a mad dash for an escape pod. Why do I feel like that option was made for Kevin? It's time for the question. Uh, Which of the three options would you choose to either help or hinder your friends if you were chosen to be freed by the others? I liked Brian's answer. Brian, tell me your answer. What was my answer? Do you remember it? It was about Kevin and kicking. What? I you said you can't take oh. it, bitch. I thought this was to a, a different hypothetical question. Was it? Future. I don't remember, but it's a good idea. We'll make Kevin free, and then Kevin can just go kick the villains, and they'll go flying across the room. <laughs> and then he can probably just not save us. Flip <laughs> <laughs> you off he and just like, says, leave. Bye-bye, and he just leaves. Flips you off, goes to your house, takes your toys. <laughs> oh god, that's even worse than us dying. <laughs> uh, I I seriously just zoned out on the question halfway through. I don't. <laughs> you, I couldn't follow a word of that. They asked if we were both spread with cream cheese. Which one of us would you lick first? Okay, uh, I made that up. <laughs> I don't even know where that came from. <laughs> <laughs> From your fantasies, that's just creepy. Oh, okay. Ooh. So Kevin's just gonna run away. Uh, Kevin's gonna run. He's gonna fall asleep after defeating the villains. Yeah. I I I, I, I really didn't follow the question. I don't know what I'm being asked. <laughs> well, no, we're being asked. <laughs> Whatever. What did you guys think of Ghost Age Shinkenji? Um, I liked it. I thought it was a good movie. It was, yeah, it was really good, especially that part where they, um, they they uh they blasted them in the face. That was fun. That was fun. I like the way they all work together and use their techniques together. And Ghost Knight's like, I'm awesome. Yeah, Ghost Saint Knight is awesome. I love him. I like he the part me. where all the Shinkenders got to be super, including Golden. I like the part where the Gokai just came in. He was like, Gold Power. And then they, and that was actually part of the show, and that was cleverly done and woven into the storyline. Yeah. I guess that's how we thought about it. Uh, <laughs> Toku Joe, can I live in our towers? I will be the janitor, and I promise not to tell. Tell or sell your secrets to the Chinese. Okay. <laughs> KK. Sounds we do legit. need a janitor. We do need a janitor. Oops. We're sloppy people. Especially Brian. Yeah. It's crazy. Especially after road trips. Road I'm trip. like, lick your tit, and then the guy's confused. Yep. 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 Uh. Shadow Idera says, in regards to my previous question of Sentai themes that didn't fit with the PR edition, what did you feel was a weird mix? Really, the only really weird mix was was RPM, really. I would say MMPR Season 3 with Ninja theme. Oh, yeah, that. I forgot about that. 
That whole thing was weird. Yeah, oh. that, that's what I would say. Because um, he has your turbo speed. I have, to go, I have to go over my head like the alphabet. Um, yeah, that was the only other weird one was just MMPR trying to explain all of his weird-ass suits. The, giving the alien theme to the to the Kaku Rangers. Yeah. Well, ninjas are aliens to America, so... Problem <laughs> solved. Ninjas are aliens to America. <laughs> Words to live by. Yes. All um, so yeah, I can't think of any others. Yes, yeah, I forgot about season three. That that really was weird. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, he said for me, definitely Lost Galaxy and Ginga Man. The suits were kind of odd looking, especially for a space story. <laughs> Didn't think about that one all too much, cause just because I always forget about those suits because I just don't like them. Which ones? Ginga Man. Oh, yeah, they're just weird in general, though. <laughs> uh. He said, do you think that all PR seasons from now on are going to be split into two halves? I definitely hope not. Yeah, I really. That's slow. Yeah, they I think they that's will. A, that's, that's pretty much a given that's now. That's just how... That's, how roll. that's how Nick does things. So... Yeah. That's how TV kind of works nowadays in general. All of them do it with... Look how Cartoon Network splits up Young Justice and Thundercats and Ben 10 and all that junk. Yeah. Also, you suck. I know. You suck at life. That ass. <laughs> we'll call out that ass. <laughs> um, I Jeff kind of answered my part of this question already, but do any of you enjoy going to or watching sporting events? Not really. What's a sport? Oh, yeah. I've been known to watch the occasional baseball, but other than that... I do enjoy me a good baseball game. Uh, yeah, no, I won't. We watch football in my house, so uh, going to the Superdome is always fun. That place is huge, and it is rocking. Uh, especially now that our team actually starts winning. And I've been to basketball games before. Those are usually fun. They're playing basketball. And I've actually been to a couple of NASCAR races. Those are fun, too. They're really loud in person, though. Like, if you're not sitting... Like, we got tickets to a suite one time, which is, like, Really Sweet nice. Sweet life of Kevin. If you go to a, if you've ever been to a suite in a, like a, a sports sporting event, it's like all you can eat food. And I'm like, yay. And, um, but like when you go to one of those like car races, it actually it drowns out the noise. Story. It sounds like you're watching it on TV, but you're there in person. And we had an accident like happen like right in front of the, like on the track but it was like straight down in front of our view, and that was cool. And they had, we were there for like one of the NASCAR truck races, and one of the trucks caught fire, and drove like three quarters way around the track with the entire back end of it on fire. It was awesome. Call blimey! <laughs> That's uh, what Chris would say. Hashtag stereotype. But yeah, they're, they're fun to go to, uh, and then you get a little radio and listen to the drivers talking, and they're all like, "Well, I tell you, you know that car getting loose over there. I don't know what you're talking. Like, I don't know what the fuck he's saying." Later. Sounded great. <laughs> Sounded great in my head. Um, okay. Brian and then he life. says, uh, what PR season would you have liked them to have made like two seasons of? Besides Samurai. RPM, that's a given. Samurai, Samurai. clearly. <laughs> um, let's see, besides RPM... Uh, Space? Okay. 
I, I think Space would have benefited from a longer show, just because it had a lot to work with. Um, Dino Thunder would have been fun. Yeah, Dino Thunder would have been fun. Um, yeah. SPD would have been good. It was in before you. Sorry. <laughs> Whoa. I think... I think... Uh, well, there there could be several you could go with. Um, my my we, vote would totally go to SPD, just because it ended in a way that would made a season too fun. But... As, yeah, SPD would have been good. A second season of Dino Thunder where they get new, they get more gems and they can make rangers for all the auxiliary resorts. I I hate to be all typical, but RPM would be really good, like as a GoBuster sequel. Yeah, because of how especially with the way RPM ended. And then you, you could go with um, Ninja Storm, where like. Connor's brother and those other misfits have to save the day and then Tori, Shane, and Dustin are like, God damn, we weren't this bad, were we? And then Capri and Mara have to help and that'd be hijinks hysterically. And then, see, if you do one for space, they could could have actually had episodes where they just fly around space doing things and looking for Zordon and, and you could have had time to Give us info about the Phantom Ranger, and we wouldn't be sitting here going zong. Phantom Ranger should just get his own show called the Phantom Ranger. Goes to the mall. Goes to the mall. Was this curious, uh, George? Phantom Ranger eats a puzzle piece. Phantom <laughs> Ranger uh, uh, learns to tie his shoes. What? Did, what? Learns <laughs> <laughs> to tie his shoes. That is funny. That is, that, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So here's Man of Yellow Hat picks up Phantom Ranger. Aww, he pets him. Here's John's incredibly long question. Oh god. That I actually really liked. Uh it was the best scenario one so far. <laughs> okay, he said it's been three years since the event happened. It made me think of the show that got cancelled. I'm like, how yeah. you guys suck. Maybe you should have worked your ass off like <laughs> truck fans. Uh millions of lives were lost. We still to this day don't understand what the event was, neither do they. That caused the mass <laughs> Destruction of nations across the world. Nevertheless, or yeah, nevertheless, the world as we know it has crumbled. Sad day. Tokusatsu like is long forgotten. Part of our escapist past. The tale of two Todds raped our minds one final time, as that guy from Days was deemed to be the real Victor Lord, thus making all happy and equally confused slash unhappy at the same time. Animation uh. is gone, the internet has fallen, and almost all communication is now completely monitored by the government in order to hear news of any and all uprisings. Isn't that Sopa and Pippa? <laughs> That's why KO is all in a uh, uh, tizzy. Still, it's like, we stopped it. No, we're still in danger. God damn it, just take the victory. <laughs> <laughs> Television, however, still exists. But to receive any programming, you have to be one of the elites. Live in the center and <laughs> be one the of the... center? <laughs> Be one of the few select chosen to be worthy of living their lives, showing some form of value to the government simply by chance of birthright more than anything else. RR broadcasting continues, however, thanks to Rio's smart forward thinking, the gang now bright broadcast via ham radio. <laughs> ham? I think that means something. That sounds I- delicious. <laughs> The government somehow doesn't pick up on the broadcast encryption, to which we just give Chris's digisec the thankful nod for. So myself, Kevin, and Dawson continue to ramble, not about what we hear nowadays, but more about how things used to be and how we dream it will be once again. 
Sadly, none of the R members live in the same district, thus setting up for tragedy. Today marks the fifth annual drawing for the World Games. Drawing on inspiration from the Hunger Games books and the Japanese book Battle Royale, which was awesome, I just bought on Blu-ray, the World Games <laughs> picks two contestants from each division and uh, forces them to fight to the death, because that's fun. Each participant has been injected with a deadly poison. Sucks to be us. You're in a novel? What the hell? Painfully force. I ain't done. You force your blood to turn against you, sending a burning sensation throughout your body before ultimately causing your temperature to spike and your brain and heart to melt. This is vulgar. Oh my god. This involves more death. It's just a matter of which one will go first that leaves people watching. However, it doesn't do this immediately. The injection injection has a delay attached to it of 120 hours, rather, five days. Okay. The drawings are as followed. Dude, girl, dude, girl, Dawson, girl, dude, girl, (laughs) Shuki, girl, Kevin, girl. Thank you for not making me a girl. (laughs) Until there are 40 contestants, two from 20 divisions, entering the game. The winner of the game gets an antidote and is moved into the center where they can continue to live life to the fullest. Like Happy Chair. With all the money in the world to buy all the toys that they wish. But they only receive it if uh, all other contestants are killed. Otherwise, the poison will kill you. Oh, no. What are we going to do? Still not done. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck? Aerosol, Soundout, and Kiefer have been left in charge of RR Broadcasting while the games play out. Um... But the coverage of things has never been as in-depth as it was about to become, as the stakes became real. What's that like? Intense. The last exception is this. The government learned from studying that groups will attempt to work together to make for a more interesting twist ending, a la a certain other franchise. But this world's government doesn't care about the show. It isn't part about making a good game, but just as there are horrific seasons of Big Brother... Come on, Brendan! <laughs> oh my god, Brendan! Uh, there will be questionable seasons of the game, so they will only allow one person to win, even if that means losing all contestants in the meantime. Location. The arena is set in a contained island with restricted areas, bombs, animals, and water. Yes, but- is it the island? Are there polar bears? <laughs> I hope so. Where's the smoke monster? But most importantly, the arena is set up like the streets. Simple so the fifth <laughs> annual games can be called the World Games. The streets. <laughs> you are able to pick one weapon of your choice before going in, as to have some advantage if you so choose to take it. Not a bomb, nuke, one-shot kill, etc. Omnip- uh, omnipresent. Is that even a word? <laughs> yes. Okay. Get out of jail free card type device is not available, nor is the Bobby Ewing takes a shower card where you wake up and it's all been a bad dream either. You must participate or die the slow, painful death. And not only you, in a sudden twist. Oh my god. (laughs) The government has also taken the loved ones of the participants as well and injected them with the poison. Oh, thank god. (laughs) So everyone on the R staff, along with their families and friends, have been injected, forcing everyone to fight. Oh, good, those guys will finally die. Only oh, one oh, so contestant what? can survive, and if it is a RRR, then all the RRRs, but the other two will survive. That part kind of threw me for a loop. I kind of lost track of what was going on. So. <laughs> uh, now for the question. 
How is this set up? Don't you understand? <laughs> You've been put into the games, but what is your plan to survive? Would you work together? Would you immediately take uh, one another out? Would you try to outfox the government? What Fox. are you going to do? Would you be willing to sacrifice yourself if it meant that everyone else on staff and their families, as an extension of that your family, would survive? And if one of the other two members of the cast survived and won the games, what toy would you want them to buy and dedicate to your honor? <laughs> that was now for the questions. <laughs> All right, what was well, the first part? <laughs> I would choose a lightsaber and just stab everyone and be done with it. I would choose an intersect if that's an option. Because <laughs> then I could just kung fu everyone. If that's not an option, what about an omnitrix? <laughs> I love how he gave us a whole hundred thousand restrictions and still yet did not give us enough restrictions. <laughs> I would have an intersect and an omnitrix. Uh, I would want um Megatron's ion cannon. <laughs> Just picture Brian carrying that around. <laughs> Um, I'll get Megatron's dino head cannon that'd be cool just because it's a dino head <laughs> realistically I would, speaking I would take a bow because it's probably the weapon I can use the most he wants to be Hawkeye kinda <laughs> I would um, basically what I would do is I would take my lightsaber handle bump Brian over the head and use him as a shield and then just go around <laughs> killing everyone thanks I guess we're not working together <laughs> That is together. We are working together in a sadistic kind of way. Oh no, that's working together. I'd uh. I would rather outfox the government, honestly. Like those people sound like fuckers. Especially <laughs> the insect, we can easily outfox the government. <laughs> Until I start going insane and losing my memories, but it'll be fine. <laughs> Really, realistically speaking, intersects don't exist. We can't choose that. Oh yeah, because there's no computer. Well, I could choose an Omnitrix. He didn't say anything about alien technology. <laughs> it doesn't exist. How do you know? He didn't say. <laughs> Is there air? You don't know. Well, look, why can't a, why can't a lightsaber exist? But not an Omnitrix. I, well, I'm not saying the lightsaber can exist either. Fine, then I choose a Green Lantern ring. Oh my god! What about the uh, that sword that George used? <laughs> Ascalon? No, that's is that right? Maybe. I just keep calling it like Excalibur, even though that's not it. <laughs> Excelsior. Um, I'm surprised Kevin didn't pick Taxidermized Dossimus's weapon. <laughs> oh my god, I should have. I totally forgot about that. Yes, Taxidermized Dossum. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. So basically, I think the current plan is I'll partner up with Kevin. Well, tax or demise DOS. <laughs> Use him as a weapon. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, don't, at the end, we'll try to figure out how to untax or demise you. I don't think we'll be able to make it. Can I flash on taxidermy? <laughs> no. There's no intersect. Why can I can never get an intersect? Man. <laughs> never get a break. What help would flashing on taxidermy do? I could... I could fake tax or I could like slow my heart rate down and make it seem like I'm taxidermized. I don't know. That's how AJ Bertinity was dead. Uh, well, I'm trying to think of an actual weapon like those are technically weapons, even though even if the Omnitrix was made for peace and the Intersect, um, Captain America's shield. 
I would want Wolverine's claws and healing ability. There we go. Now of course it's a shut up. Now of course it's all an option. I mean, they would be in a gauntlet form and not actually in your skin. But all that they make those. That's no fun. But I I would take. I can have the claws, and then I can go around stabbing people and be like, ah. And then I could flip you off with the claws. That'd be fun. Maybe I'd take nunchucks. Do you know how to use nunchucks? No, but as we're chucking it, sort of. And Chuck used them, so... I do. Well, do I really need to uh, know how to use any type of weapon? I So far, I agree with Captain America's shield, uh, just like a shield in general, so you can stand in front of us. Okay. And protect us without dying, hopefully. And it will be made out of uh, impossibilitium. What's that called? Fuck. Metal. I know that. And I'll peek around the corner and shoot them, and then Kevin will run out and stab them, and then we'll win. <sighs> then I will kill Brian and take I get, him. I got confused at the who dies if we win and who dies if we die thing. I, I'm i just going to assume there's going to be a lot of death, <laughs> and I'm okay with this. Yes, as long as Brian dies first. Um, but if one of the other two members of the cast survived and won the games, what toy would you want them to buy and dedicate to your honor? Um... Taxidermized Dawson action figure. <laughs> the new Chuck action figures? Or the white Blaster Beetle Board? Um, some form of Bumblebee. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> that would be the toy I want them to buy in dedication to me. Or some life-size Scraggy or something. <laughs> or a Munchlax. That would also make sense. Something. We just buy the, like, the, the $5 plushie. <laughs> yeah, we didn't have enough time to get a lot of money together. <laughs> We were being hunted by each other, so we were kind of busy, you know. Froom. So, is... That blue Shogun Ranger, there we go. <laughs> it's Kevin. <laughs> so everyone on the RSF, along with their families and friends, have been injected, forcing everyone to fight... I'm fine with the whole staff getting poisoned in their families. That's like, fine. Look, I'm so full. is all the staff in the game, or... No, just, just the three of us. Are they just chilling out, just being poisoned? Is Matt still chill- our friend? They're chilling out, being poisoned. <laughs> look, look at the bright side. Cellarman's been poisoned. Uh, <laughs> Firestarter's been poisoned. Uh, who else is on staff? Everyone. Matt. Matt I've been be like, poisoned. Matt's going to be like... Ha! <laughs> <laughs> That's sick, Matt. Uh, uh, who else do we employ on staff? Uh, other people will be like they're poisoned. Sound out Tad will be poisoned somehow. <laughs> so okay, no, I get it now. I read it and it made the sense. Yay! So, reading. So like, if I won, then everyone that was my friend. And all the R staff besides you two would live, because I would have had to kill you two. Okay. Right. No, that that's that's how it works. I'm okay. fine with that. I'm fine with that too. I can. <laughs> oh man! And the way the question sounds, that as long as one of us wins, the rest of the staff lives. Yeah. From I'm not I, fine with that. <laughs> rest of the staff to die. What? Then who would host the podcast? The B, the, the B team podcast. That's what would take over. It would no. It would be me. Does anybody listen to this? No, they don't. It would be me and aerosol and and 
Well, he said Sano and Kiefer have been left in charge of the broadcasting. Doesn't necessarily say the podcast, because that doesn't really exist anymore. It's a ham radio cast. <laughs> we'll go with Soundout, I guess. Ham so, whoever wins, plus aerosol and Soundout. We have to know we're expendable. They won't have our award-winning chemistry. Well, well let's bring on. It'll be whoever survives plus aerosol and then Chris. Chris, let's just let make Chris new leader. <laughs> well, Chris will be the new Joe because he still has his intersect. Because <laughs> he got one. <laughs> See, hey, he mentioned Chris's intersect in the story. I can totes have an intersect. It's a digi sect. It's different. Come on, <laughs> it was a blazer. Well, I think that... Shit, I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> oh, if, if... Well, the thing is that if Brian is not the one to survive, then we would have to find someone to record the podcast <laughs> and edit it, and that that would take work. Soundout has one. He could do it. He has a magical Mac? Yeah, he got an iMac. Oh. You can oh, do it, asshole. It matches Brian's. He's got the the cyberverse in front of it and everything. <laughs> I know. I saw that. I I know, I, I, you can do it. I found a disturbing my cyberverse figures by my laptop. I mean, my laptop's my computer screen. I'm like, is that just where they gravitate? It <laughs> they just gravitate towards computers. Okay, that, this topic's making me depressed. I'm moving along now. It's making me frightened. I was Don't still scared. I want to hide under my blanket now. Uh. That's where it's safe. Well, why do all you guys put us in situations where we have to die? <laughs> I think of it. They just secretly want only one of us to host the podcast. So it'll just be a one-man show like... Del- all the- <laughs> why do you all want us to die? <laughs> Delic says, If you were stuck in a post-apocalyptic dome, I guess we're in Corinth, Corinth. with only the three the of you... dome city of Corinth. A puppy... It's a Mickey dog. Don't touch the puppy. He put bread. I think you meant breed. I don't know. <laughs> the puppy's name's puppy. Brett. <laughs> what would be each of your strategies for surviving? There are no plants or animals besides the puppy, and only enough water for one person for eight days. I would kill everyone and save the puppy. <laughs> you give all my water to the puppy. <laughs> Someone would sit there and go, Puppy, eat me, live, and kill himself. I would rather die than see the puppy die. All of a sudden, Sarah McLaughlin comes out. There's, there's really no way out of this situation. Um, nope. I would probably drink my own piss because, you know, Bear Grylls, he yeah, told you me can, to you can do You can do that, so... Uh-huh. Um, Give the water to the puppy. Drink your own piss. You mean you don't do that already? Wait, what? Um, see, there's only enough water for that. one person Sorry. for eight days, but theoretically, if you just keep drinking your own piss, we'll live. It's it incredibly gross, but you have to pee for the puppy. Puppy will have to drink his own pee. You can drink the puppy's pee. That produces water. <laughs> see, if you give the puppy all the water, we can drink its pee. See, I thought I had it for all of us. This is awful. I, I, I can't take this. <laughs> what happened to questions like, what's your favorite maid in Common Rider? Or, what's your favorite color? Now, which one of you doesn't want to die today? 
I'm going to hide under a blanket now. I'm scared. <laughs> I love our fans so much. You they guys want are the most dead. sadistic people I've ever had the pleasure of sharing a podcast with. I um, thought I was freaky. Good lord, they're scaring me, Brian. Super Logically speaking, I would carry the puppy around and try to get out of the dome, but... I would become like Will Smith and I Am Legend and just have a partner, a cool partner dog. <laughs> like, you know, live, rent things at Blockbuster and talk to mannequins. You know, be black. All that. <laughs> be black? <laughs> Will Smith is. <laughs> it's a requirement. Will Smith's black? <laughs> yes. How dare you? So... That enough for killing us, since that's all the questions. Thank God. Um, I'm officially scared. <laughs> Question some of your guys' sanity. Would like to politely request that, you know, we don't <laughs> die all the time. That would be lovely. I would appreciate not dying. Um, then, did you see all the restrictions on that question from last week? They killed the food droids. Monster. <laughs> you monster. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, this cast wouldn't be the same without you people (laughs) clearly so we're a fucking tripod (laughs) to you guys Um, but yeah that's all for the twitter questions so keep submitting your questions and make them less sadistic less depressing before we go to bed because we do record this before our bedtime I know well, we have to sleep it during his bedtime. But... <laughs> uh, so now it's time for Wunder Sex. Wait, no. <laughs> Wunder Sex. The final thing is in the German version of RR. <laughs> I watched Jiro Trip last night. It was the first thing I thought of. So. <laughs> Uh, so it's time for final thingies. I have a thingy, and it's not final. Although it might be after those questions. <laughs> it might yeah. be after we keep dying all the time. <laughs> the next episode is just going to be called We're Dead, We're Dead, Fuck You. <laughs> <laughs> Eventually, the podcast. That's a podcast. Uh, that's what? I was going to say, don't be surprised if that's a title at one time or another. <laughs> We're going to have uh. to, like get this thing set up to where we're all just going to die at some point, so we're going to need to hire backup hosts in case we all die. We get this thing set up so that if we die, the government knows who to go find. (laughs) Our viewers, they were the ones who killed us. Anybody who submitted a podcast question of the week? The RR podcast has been killed by their viewers. (laughs) They're all now sad there's no podcast to listen to. They didn't think their plans through. (laughs) <laughs> Nowhere else. Nowhere else but here. Would the viewers no, kill the host they love so much? Thing. Yeah. <laughs> that was supposed to be the end, but nope, now you ruined it. Uh, penis. Vagina? And then he'll make the sound right at that sound. Bowser will come in and be like, I'm back! Really loud and talk over it. <laughs> oh, we're doing Ixa noises? <laughs> like. Uh. Choo! 
Um, I need you to make those noises during the summary for the Drillroid. Just randomly. Like when I mentioned Drillroid, just start making the spider fang iron noise. Okay. Dude, he was totally making that noise. Hello, welcome to our season two episode. <laughs> <laughs> a Chewbacca thing, I can't even replicate <laughs> Friends you make, it's the road you choose. You get the right stuff, so make your mind up to have the courage inside of you. If you're strong, you'll survive, and you'll keep your dream alive. It's the battle frontier. <laughs> Pokemon, be the best you can be and find your destiny. It's the master plan. The power's in your hand. Pokemon. You got the strength to win it. Oh, not so the extended stay. cut. No, it's over. The, the logo went up and the show has begun. Well, stay in it. <laughs> uh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Where were we? I think we were in the fa- Facebook question. All right, we're almost done. <laughs> Yay. Uh, before ramble time, we have the... Facebook question of the bi-weekliness. Except it's weekliness now. You botched the new jingle, Brian. <laughs> do it I again. I did it on purpose. <laughs> did you? Were you going to do Choshinka after that and I just screwed you up? Um, Wait, we have a jingle? I wasn't planning on it. <laughs> oh. Do we just go now? <laughs> Or are we going to redo the jingle to be more accurate? <laughs> Fine, I'll redo the jingle. Okay. I've been Because now it's time for... Uh... Who do I hate? Uh... Uh... That Justin's hate. dad? That thing went too drag. Did not let him go out to space. Couldn't, a, couldn't take care of his kid. He put his kid in high school at like the age of six. What the hell is wrong with you? What was that star's name from uh, Dino Thunder? She was like a star of a TV show on the beach. And she had black hair and it was like Nikki something. Oh, uh, yeah, I remember. Yeah, I don't like her either. She's she had a like a horrible job at hiding her accent. I'm a famous celebrity. Who talks like that? You talk just like that kid. I think she did the voiceover for Dino Thunder Kid. Who <laughs> <laughs> says celebrity like celebrity? What the hell was that? Yeah. Um... I also did not like uh, m- most of the shop goers at the Rockporium. Those guys sucked. Uh, the shop goers? Yeah. They, the they should have just been stabbed. Uh, <laughs> there's a couple of random aliens in SPD. I don't know. They, they probably should have just been stabbed in the ear. Uh, little kid, Mora, she was creepy. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, Darkonda he's an ass bag I hate Darkonda uh, wouldn't stop he wouldn't like stay Sophie dead he doesn't like eight and Pawa Daiza Pawa Daiza let's see Pawa Daiza oh I get it I got it it's a pigeon in my hair <sighs> I told you I don't take hints easily oh that guy from uh, the beginning of Lost Galaxy what was his name? The like the weird like I have red hair, I mean, you have yellow hair and this red thing around my head, and I stabbed the grass everyone in stone. Furio, Furio, yeah, I didn't like him. I hated the old man from Lost Galaxy. 
uh, the old man guy was fine. He was fine. Because uh, he was old. He was, that made it funny. But Phil Furio sucked. Uh, Deviat? Deviat was a douchebag. I like Deviat. Uh, I think I'm just picking everyone. <laughs> and then Carter had her again, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, Carter. Carter definitely a third time, actually. <laughs> Carter. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, who else? Oh, when the pudgy pig came back a second time, the second pudgy pig. That I didn't like pudgy pig the second time. The first time he was fine the second time. That pudgy pig actually molested children. Um, they, they cut it out of the episode. It was in the deleted scenes. But um, <laughs> he went to a playground and lured kids out, and it was it was awful. Uh, at this point, I'm trying to see how long I can stretch the segment for <laughs> before they make me stop. That's okay. I probably edited half of your answers out already. Blumo, oh, I want to get done so I can go to bed. Yeah. Okay, well, let's move on. I think it'd be funny if you left it in and everybody had to listen to that. Mm-hmm.